Good morning, people. It is Thursday, the 6th of October. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And of course, of course, every single day you have amazing hosts with you. Let's introduce ourselves. Who else is it going to be? Who else is it going to be? Six foot plus of pure temptation, the handsome one, you know what it is already? <laughs> it is your favorite shade queen, my own royalty. And they call me E-Man, pro-black activist, TDA producer, and news analyst, Melanin Jampat. This is actually, I think in all this, was it seven months? I think we're doing this now. Mm. Um, I've just realized how diverse this panel is. Why you say that? Because yeah. you were like, you know, um, the handsome one, six of pure temptation, so you're bringing looks, I'm bringing shade. <laughs> and we've got pro-black activists. We yeah, cater to everyone's needs, you know. That's what it's about, man. That's sick. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. How's everyone doing? Yeah, all good. Yeah? How yeah. was um, Olani's event? Yeah, it was good, you know. Yeah? It was nice, yeah. It was like, um, yeah, it was like a like a party type thing, yeah. Is it okay? Yeah, because I was, I was basically asking Brent before, like, is it actually a party or is it like a, a, talk, like a, a discussion about the book? And like the a release? book reading yeah. kind of thing, okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it was pretty much, she just came on stage, thanked everybody. Yeah. And yeah, just played music and whatnot, innit? That's celebrated the, the release. That's good. That's really good. I saw um I saw she looked very, very lovely, as you would expect. I love how girls like when it's events that like, we actually show up and show out. Mm. We we give like birthday, not birthday makeup, but <laughs> we, we come with like the birthday ambiance. You know what I mean? The birthday confidence. I love it. That's true, actually. I, I didn't actually I love it. Yeah. Because she was wearing something that I, I kind of would, would imagine her to wear. Like, on her birthday. birthday yeah. yeah, but when we have an event as women, we show up and show out. Mm. Even the um, the TDA launch party, Koi and I showed up and showed out. Oh, yeah, it's, this, it's like extra birthdays, basically. Mm. I love it. I absolutely love it. Gosh, women are great. But um, that's really, really good. Um, You guys check out. We talked about it, but hopefully we'll have Olani on here soon. Mm-hmm. So check out The Big O. Um, Beautiful book. Great vibes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we get into the show? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so the first headline is about Suella Braverman. Remember we spoke about it yesterday. And now today, the question's going around, is she breaking the rules, right? So Suella Braverman's plan to stop people entering the UK through irregular routes from claiming asylum could be in breach of the Refugee Convention the United Nations Refugee Agency has said. The Home Secretary is reportedly drawing up a bill designed to create a blanket ban on anyone who enters the UK illegally, including by small boats from um, claiming refuge. But the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, the UNHCR, has said that any such law would almost certainly breach the Refugee Convention, the agreement that has protected refugees since 1951, of which the UK is a signatory. The convention says no refugees should be returned to a country where they face serious threats to their life or freedom, known as the principle of non-refoulement, and stipulates that, subject to specific exceptions, refugees should not be penalised for their illegal entry or stays. A spokesperson for the UNHCR said it was concerned by the UK's Home Secretary's announcement that those who arrive in the UK, other than through safe, regular routes, would no longer have access to the UK under proposed legislative reforms. The details of the proposals are not yet available and the UNHCR welcomes the Home Secretary's statement that the UK will always work within the bounds of international law 
A blanket ban on access to asylum in the UK for those arriving irregularly would almost certainly breach the Refugee Convention if this results in refugees being unable to exercise their convention rights, including by placing them at risk of enforced return to their own countries. A spokesperson then added that access to asylum should never be contingent on mode of arrival or nationality. The only way to establish whether people are refugees is for a fair and efficient determination of their claims, for which the UK has a clear responsibility. And that's the first headline. All the refugees. Mm-hmm. Can't you change them? Them things there that's been in, in position since like nineteen fifty one and that. Like, don't we need? Don't we need? Don't we need to like revamp the rules? <laughs> Maybe if enough countries probably start thinking the way she is, they they probably might be forced to. But they might just um kind of make the UK look some type of way in it. They might just criminalize them first. Okay, yeah. I'm not even saying she's right or anything. I'm mm. just saying a lot of these, a lot of these stuff was put in place when society yeah. at times was just totally different, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And then we're still governing them by things that was done damn near nearly a hundred years ago. Man. I don't. I swear we need like to shake things up a bit, man. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, and our second headline again uh, takes us to Russia and Putin, and the Russian president has announced the annexation of four regions last week after self-proclaimed referendums not recognized internationally. His vow came as Ukraine said to re- said it retook villages in Luhansk and Kherson. It controls significant parts of the other two regions and has made recent gains in, Don- in Donetsk. However, the Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said Russia would retake any territory that has been lost. Facing questions over the recent losses, he told reporters, there is no contradiction here. They will be with Russia forever. They will be returned. In a speech to teachers on Russian Teachers' Day, Mr. Putin said he would, he would calmly develop the annexed territories. But Andrei Katopolov, who's the chairman of the State Duma Defense Committee, told state media that Russia needed to stop lying about what was happening on the battlefield, saying that Russians are not stupid. Ukrainian forces are making gains in both the South and the East. So yeah, that's the end of that headline. All right, let's get into our topic of the day. What are you saying? Cool. So what'd you say? So I like the piece, I like the piece. Oh, babes, I'm on <laughs> job today. I am playing. <laughs> um, yeah, so today... Can I hear it properly? Are you talking in the mic, bro? Can you hear no, me? No, he wasn't. Yeah, there you Sorry, go. Sorry, I apologize. Not a mister. <laughs> All right, so today's topic of the day is should we adopt a new slogan? A new slogan being black doesn't matter. Well, because Kanye ruined it. <laughs> for whatever reason right so, so basically um yeah actually you know we've got a clip to play that will add more context okay. being, being black, black is irrelevant and, and in the wider scheme of things, things your skin, skin color is irrelevant this, this is the mindset we really need to adopt when we enter these corporate spaces or you know try to accomplish big things, things. Reason, reason i say this is because the minute you start, start to think of you know your race being the sole determining, determining factor, factor for you, you get certain, certain opportunities, you lose that immediately. And don't, don't get twisted. I'm not, I'm not oblivious, oblivious to the fact that, that you know, being black, black you have to work ten times harder, harder and you, you face a lot of struggles to get here. But if I had a memory, you can't let that sole define who you are. When I apply for 
jobs or I'm trying to get into competitive spaces, I literally view myself as an equal with everyone else. And I feel like that automatically just puts me at the top of the pack and lets me win automatically. I used to think to myself, like, why do I think like this, guys? But the thing is, if I'm being true for you guys, I actually got shit to board in school when I was in year seven for three years. Everyone, Everyone was black. black. <laughs> you know, it was, it was in Nigeria, Nigeria. So, so it was like, like there, was there was no racism, racism this, there was that, that we were all black. black. So, so that being said, we were human first. first. And then, and then black, black seconds. So, so when, when I came, came back here, here and I saw everyone, everyone like really, really touching onto their, to their, their race, like, like in their, their skin color, it just used to really like confuse me, right? Being black is irrelevant. And in the widest things, All right. So I think it's kind of self explanatory, right? Do you feel like his mentality, the way he sees the world, is something that we should all maybe perhaps adopt? I think it's um it's a motivational speaker, um, what's that word? Words of affirmation, mm. way of thinking. Yeah. It's not realistic. I think it's good to think that way, yes. It's good to think that, you know, you are black and you're excellent and you're black and you're king, you're queen, and do all these things. Absolutely. These are words of affirmation. That I think will build your confidence. So when you go in places, you're not intimidated by people. Yes, that works for that. However, like we spoke about yesterday, there are systems in place. So you can you can say black being black is irrelevant as much as you want to say, but the white man will always remind you how relevant it is in their world. And unfortunately, we live in their world. I get what he's saying about, you know, going to boarding school. I guess from what he's saying, mm. I'm assuming he went to boarding school in like an African country or something. Yeah, like Nigeria. Yeah, Nigeria, yeah. So yeah, everyone's black there. You don't really have to compete. The color of your skin is not really, mm-hmm. it's not really a, it does, it's not a barrier there. Mm. The entire nation is a barrier. Do you mm. get what I mean? But, I, so I get, I get that. But however, when you're in a different society, you can't ignore being black like you do in a society where everyone is black. It doesn't, mm. it doesn't make sense. So again, I think it's just, for me, this is giving me um, wishful thinking. This is that mindset I spoke about the other day when I was talking about, you know, how Nigerians think and it's very much, Nigerians, you know, Nigerian and the carry last and we are the best of this and that. And that's good for your confidence. Mm. But in the real world, so him saying he when he steps into a workplace, he doesn't do this and doesn't do that. That's fair. That's great. However, there are limitations to what you may be able to achieve in the workplaces because mm. while you don't see your skin color, that's all they see. But do you feel like um, some of what you just mentioned there yeah. is, is one of the things that come afterwards? But in terms of just like from the very beginning, from the jump, yeah. Like his mentality is better to have though. I think it is a good thing to have. I think it will help you with walking again, walking in confidence and not walking into rooms and feeling like you're you're less than or you don't deserve to be there. Because there is a lot of that mm. where a lot of pe- people achieve stuff, like black people achieve stuff and they get into the room and because they're obviously you're notably different, they feel like I don't deserve to be here. And that then has its consequences in that the performance and whatever else. And I think it's good to have that confidence. But I think it's nothing for me, it's nothing beyond confidence. There's okay. still real life. There's still the reality of life to deal with. Mm. So it's a good, I think it's a good mindset for us to have, yes. But whether that mindset would then produce good results in the in a system that is beyond us, mm. I don't think so. I think that obviously he's grew up in a special set of circumstances. Mm. Mm. So his 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 experience of, of growing up. And it is unique, isn't it? And we don't all have the luxury of growing up in a place where 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 race ain't an issue, mm. obviously. So he's put his his unique experiences and he's and he's projecting them out into the world and saying everybody should have that. But it's kind of easier said than done, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. the fact is that race is a is, is 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 a big issue yeah. over here, and you get reminded every single day in it. So having the mindset, having the mindset is great. 
but the reality, the reality is the reality. So anybody that's lived through it over here who hasn't gone back to Nigeria and been and grown up around all black people, their their, their reality is not going to be like that. So I just don't I don't think it's it's easier said than done to just adopt it in it because yeah. we know the realities of the, of, of the world. Like what's the saying? Yep. Mm. That's really okay. that's really it. And I think he's for me anyway. He sounds young as well. You know how the millennium yeah. are they millenniums? What are they? Gen Z. That's it. Mm. Their mindset of life is very different. I don't blame them for them. I'm not hating on them. But they don't understand a lot of the realities of life, if mm. I'm being honest. And it's weird because I feel like I sound like the older generation saying that to my generation. But it's um, yeah. I mean, I get the I get I get the I get the concept of it, yeah. But yeah. going into a workplace, especially if you work with 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 teams and people with offices and stuff like that, like I've heard you have these conversations all the time, like mm. like you better be aware that you're a black person walking Honestly. into it. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's a setup. I can't lie to you. It's a setup. Like, I've been... At my workplace, I'm at my business. I get my stuff done. I'm one of the best people that, that work there. Mm. I do what I do. But... And then I've got a black friend. And then some, we'll just be walking. To, say we're going like to get lunch or whatever. It's like, oh, hey, trouble. Mm. What? <laughs> <laughs> what trouble have I ever caused in this damn place? Do you get what I mean? <laughs> Or it's like, oh, here they go. Mm. Here they go. What? What are you talking about? Do you get what I mean? So, again, <laughs> I could sit there and be like, I'm not black. They're telling me at every point that mm. I am black. Like, I've had someone say, oh, you're, oh, you're quite sassy. Bitch, I ain't never spoken to you before. Like, I don't even know. I met you five minutes ago. What mm. in the conversation of us talking about work has given <laughs> us sassy? Yeah. It's ridiculous. I can't even lie to you, yeah. <laughs> Here they go, it's still spinning me. <laughs> Honestly, you, this is why I get work. It's actually, and people wonder why they want to go back in the office. This is why. Honestly. Here they go. Where, <laughs> we, going? Where we going? Where we going? Just coming mm. to get lunch. So do you get me? We get stuff like that, even to the point where, again, it's subtle things where she's, so she's Nigerian like me, mm. but her, her, my name is obviously English, but her name is Yoba. Yeah. They don't know who's who. So basically, they see us because typically they tend to see us together. Mm. Hi, girls. Hi, girls. To the point where if there's one of us, it's still a hi, girls. Do you get what I mean? It's mm. we never get addressed yeah. as our names mm -hmm. because they don't they don't care to learn it. But is that a race thing though? It's a race thing. You sure? Because every John, Billy, mm. and Mark, mm. and the Stacys and the Sarahs and the Emilys. They know their names. Do you know I know it's mad yet? How, you know how much do you interact with, How much do you interact though? I think I interact enough for you to know my name. Because mm. you don't sound like you're building relationships with these people. Like, you know you don't go, <laughs> you're not doing work, drinks, you're not you know doing that. You know I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> no, but they know me well enough. Them, no, I can. Because they know me well enough to, like, it's it's not as if you're someone who I don't work with. Mm. Like, we actually work closely yeah. together. Do you know what I mean? We, we interact, we email, we mm. have conversations on the phone. We, you come over to me to ask me stuff. So mm. again, but again, it's that intention because it's the same thing as when I was in school. So when I was in school, yeah, in my class, for, in my form time, yeah, for example, there's like four different Annas. Mm. But we know this is Anna C, Anna B, Anna F, and Anna, Anna H, right? Mm. But then when it, when it was like with me, it's like, my name is Esther. I've been called, um, for the longest time I was, I was being called Elizabeth. What? Yeah. And then when I had my, obviously I changed my last name. So when I had my Nigerian last name, hella remixes. But the Russian kid that's in my class with all the consonants in her name, yeah. you're able to pronounce that. <laughs> all the Z and the H's and the C and the, and the V, you pronounce that quick. 
But me, who's got who it was actually very I'm not gonna say just because in case anyone yeah. finds my dad, but the, the letters <laughs> were very clear. <laughs> I ain't ready to be that nigga yet. <laughs> the letters were very clear, do you get what I mean? Yeah. But you couldn't pronounce it. Like you can break my last name mm. into three words it syllables. Yeah. Yeah, you could break it into like three, but you can't pronounce that. But the girls with the V and the H's and the and the Z's in between the letters is what you can pronounce. I think I think it's it might not be overt racism, yeah. but race has definitely got a thing to play in it where it's like, I've even heard, I've even been told like, oh, it seems a bit different. What are you talking about? <laughs> a bit different. A bit different. What are you talking about? Your name is different too. Mm. Do you get mm. what I mean? But again, it's those things where it's like, you see black and it's like, things are a bit different with them and it's like, you just expect it to be. Or like you see a black person, they're like, oh, where you where you from? Mm. Like, where you really from though? Yeah. I'm here. I'm from here. I'm British. Mm. But they're like, no, but where are you really from? I've, sorry. No, I was just going to say, so if, you, if you had to, like, I guess, choose one thing, would you say it's, it's um, less so malicious and just like an ignorant thing? Or do you think it's actually some of these type? Like, no, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's malicious. I think it's ignorant, mm-hmm. but I think, I don't think it's good ignorance. Do you get what I mean? Because mm. I think it's ignorance where in your subconscious, this person doesn't matter enough for you to know their name. Mm. That's what it is. And I think that in itself is rooted in some form of racism because you don't think that you see a black person, you just assume their name is going to be quote unquote exotic. Mm. So when they tell you their name, even though it might be the simple, they could be called Kate, yeah. because you've already made up your mind that this is going to be something, you know, complicated. You don't really, you don't really take it in. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I, I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think it's malicious per se, but I do think it's um, it's ignorance rooted in a, with the sprinkle with a dash of racism, mm. really and truly. Okay. Because people do some very ignorant stuff. Like obviously, remember I schooled in Nigeria and I came here. Mm. Girls are asking me, do I like have um, are there like elephants and like they basically think it's a safari? I said, yeah, I had a I had a pet elephant. <laughs> I said, yeah. I was like, literally, when you're walking on the streets. See when you're like waiting to cross the road, mm. right next to you, it's an elephant. It could right. be a giraffe right next to you. Do you get what I mean? It's just it's mm. silly, it's silly little ignorant, ignorant stuff like that. But with the name thing, the name thing is such a, it's a big thing. Mm. People just remixing your name. I even send people emails where they type in my name to know who to send the email to. Yeah. But then when they then address me in the email, they're calling me something different. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, come on, man. Mm. I've actually so my friend I'm talking about. Yeah, I've had people say to Esther. Yeah, but then in the email they've they've put her name yeah. as me. So highlight say for example she's called um, what's her name? Titi. Mm. Hi Titi. This time you put to Esther. It's mm. crazy. But again, these are it's, I think it's 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 in subtle things. So as much as you can try and be like, yeah, I'm not black, and I walk in the confidence of, you know, race doesn't exist. Nah, man, they treat you like that. So, like, to kind of bring it back to the whole thing uh, in terms of, like, um, how you approach a, a certain situation. Yeah. that All of that um, that you just mentioned, yeah, in terms of um, it being uh, kind of just ignorance, yeah. not, not malicious or whatever. Yeah. Do you feel like that's the case when they're, like, interviewing you, for example? So, for example, like, you've come in. Yeah. And there's just certain things, right, that they maybe don't make the effort to want to know about you. Mm. Right, because maybe they're kind of seeing you in a particular way because of your color, yeah, and so it makes that difficult for you to then get the job. Or I, th- I, I think so. I, I think that um, I can't say exactly what it is that they might think about, mm-hmm. but I do know that there are there are things. There's just there's just 
it's the subtle mannerisms. Do you get mm. what I mean? Like with my workplace, like I do interviews and I love it when it's a it's a black person. Yeah. And I can see the relief on the black person's face when they see me, mm. who's also a black person. Do you get what I mean? Like it's just sometimes in the it's just the subtle mannerisms where because a lot of black people will say how we we code switch a lot. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Where when we go to the workplace, you have to act a certain way, you have to be a certain way, like things that you would usually like maybe even laugh at, you don't want to because you know someone might take offense and it's a lot of us really having to package ourselves mm. to fit a narrative that they've created. Mm. Do you get me? So I feel like in interviews, it does translate there. Like I'm very aware, like with interviews as well, that you probably have a quota to, to, to fill. So if I'm the fourth black person they've seen today and I'm good and mm. all the other ones are as good as me, because maybe they're only allowing two blacks this time, mm. I might not get a job for that. But do you, does that ever come into your mind when you go to the interview though? Yeah, always. My blackness is on my mind every every moment of no, every in, day. In in terms of like, oh, um, you know what? This place is like a proper corporate space. Yeah. Um, and they probably have a quota. Like I have to perform a particular way or maybe I have to change my, my I have to code switch. I have yeah. to, does that all play a part when you're actually approaching always. the building? Always. Always. I and think, you think that's a healthy thing? It's, it's not healthy, Moise. I have to do it. I can't go in there. Mm. And speak to them and joke with them the way I joke with you guys. Yeah, they're not gonna understand it. I'm gonna be in HR's <laughs> office, but the the first hour of my of my new job of mm. my induction. Do you get what I mean? So, mm. and I, and I think what's so crazy is that a lot of black people don't realize how much we do that to fit in. Yeah, it's when you sit down and take it back and you actually, when you reflect, is when you realize how much how different you are. But it really feels like when you wake up and you're getting ready for work, mm-hmm. you're yourself when you listen to your music or whatever. It's all good and so cool. But then when you get to work, it's like you have this invisible outfit that you put on. Yeah. When you leave, you take it off. When you get home, you get to hang it up. Yeah. That's what it really. That's what it really feels like. Do you, Do you think it's um, a case of um, cold switching because of race, or do you think it's a case of being professional? Though. Do I think. You, do you get what I'm trying yeah. to say? I, no, I get, I get exactly mm. what you're saying. I think it's cold switching because of because of race. Because I can go. So see how obviously with TDA it's like a casual yeah. situation. I can go to another black-owned business or whatever, mm-hmm. but I will be I will act in a professional manner. Okay. I'm not code switching. I'm just acting professional. And would you be different? So if you're in front of um, Jack and Billy, is that different to being in front of um, Jermaine and Tunde? Yeah, because you know is with Jermaine and Tunde, I just I will be professional, but with Jack and Billy, mm-hmm. I have to be professional and code switch. But do you feel like you have to? Or do you, you feel have like... to. You do have to. I think, again, I told you guys, mm. I was called sassy for, and I did nothing. But that's after you're in the job. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, but even, from the door. Yeah, but you can't... Listen, there's there's some, there's some there's a thing... <laughs> in the white spaces, there's something known as, like, too much blackness. Mm. It's just... Because you know what it's Because they have this image of what we... They already believe we are. Mm-hmm. So if I go there, and I'm just then professional... Yeah. I may not even be doing much, but for them, it's like, ooh, this is a black person. Like, I've been around people who, even in casual settings, yeah, even recently, actually, mm. recently, just, I can't remember, I'm not going to say give specifics, but somewhere I went recently, right? Mm. And I was around like white girls, mm-hmm. and I could see that because they were like, they were just acting out of character. Mm. The way I saw them speaking to their other white friends, when they were then in my presence, they weren't talking like that. They were mm-hmm. trying to be like, I don't know what they thought I was. I sounded like, yeah. But they were giving me like the childs, and I was thinking, first of all, you need to. You don't even know that I speak like that. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So it's just, it's just 
how it is. It's, it's hard to explain, but when you're in that situation, it's what you do. But I'm definitely very aware of my blackness when I step into establishment. This is another reason why I have an issue as well with um, black people being... So you see how like we can be casual and just in whatever. Mm-hmm. I can go to a professional a place of business and I see them talk to the white person professional. Mm-hmm. But then when it's me, they're trying to do slangs with me. I don't really like that. See, that, see okay. I don't right. like that because again, for me, this is a this is a place of work. This is a place of business. Be professional with me, period. Don't. But I guess they're code switching for that person. Yeah. But again, for me, it's a professional setting. But then, but then, why? we're not friends. I'm a client, so you would treat yeah. me as such. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Mm. I, 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 it just reminded me. I think I was listening to like a free shots episode, like yeah. ages, like probably a couple of years ago now. Yeah. And I remember I think Marvin was talking about how, um, let's just say he went into a bank or something, right? Mm. And then he's seeing like a, a black teller. Yeah. And that person's automatically now using slang. Yeah. Instead of saying Mr. This and Mr. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Give like, me the same treatment. Yeah, we, exactly. we are We are not friends. And I get that. Obviously, with black people, we like that community stuff. We we go for a lot together, want to stick together. I get that. But, bro, mm. don't do that. Let me make you feel comfortable enough to do that before you like. Even I recently talked about how I had a black GP. Mm. When I'm with her, I'm, I'm, I'm professional with her. If we then have moments where we like we laugh about or we bond on something that you know I guess black banter, mm-hmm. that's different. But I still wouldn't treat her like she's my friend. No, she's a person in authority that I've come to help for. So mm-hmm. I will speak to you the way I would speak to anybody. I definitely feel a lot more comfortable. Yes, but I just don't. I I don't believe in over familiarity. I I'm not. I'm not here for mm-hmm. that. Personally, okay. Miles, what do you think? Like for example, say say as you're obviously you know progressing in like um like social media and all them type of things there yeah as you're going up and up right do you feel like <laughs> what <are> you laughing? <laughs> it's brent paul brent said would you allow someone to call you tony if your name is tolu <laughs> <laughs> tony <laughs> this guy so silly um do you feel like like you would have to kind of code switch and, and change who you are in certain settings nah because <clears throat> i do the social media thing mm-hmm. and for social commentary and it's myself anybody that anybody that are interactive or work with or that wants to work with me wants to work with me for being me so mm. i'm not gonna i don't need to change anything obviously i can go if i go into certain situations certain meetings or whatever i'm gonna talk professionally and conduct myself properly or whatever but i don't think i have to do all that and it's because i've never i didn't grow up in the in, in the workspace i ain't worked for people i ain't worked around people like that i grew up around my own people and grew up in the street so i never had to be anything different mm. than, than i was so i don't have that in me, yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't like all these experiences that you are talking about. I can't relate to them. Mm-hmm. I've never had to. I've never had to adhere yeah. to anybody's things for me. I've always been myself my, my my whole life. You get me? I've always grew up in black community. I could grow up on the streets with my friends and shit. Like I'm saying. Mm. So now, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel the need to do that because, like I said, if anybody that's gonna interact with me and do with me, I would expect them to know what they're getting. Mm. You get me? Mm-hmm. Like being professional is just being professional, black, white, whatever, innit? Whoever mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna talk to them properly. I know how to articulate myself properly. Mm. I don't feel like I have to switch anything up. Mm. But again, I've I've never I've never experienced that. I've never had to do that. I've never been in the staff room or in the office with people calling my name wrong or trying to give me stack. I've never, never done this. Mm. Obviously, I've experienced being around being around white people that want to talk to you a certain way. Like or, or familiarize himself, or even black people. But obviously, even stuff like that, I get it because it's just like when you give like the like the black man nodding and stuff like that. When you're in a space where you're a minority and stuff like that, you want yeah. support in it. Like you yeah. know what I'm trying to say, it's like it's a tribal thing. So it's like 
you could be a bank teller and be like, oh yeah, morning sir, morning sir, rare, rare, and then see a black you, like, oh, well gone, brother. Because you just that, you, you just want that, you get what I'm trying to familiarity say? Familiarity like, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that familiarity, like, I'm, like we're here, innit? Like it's mm-hmm. us, get me kind of thing. I don't think it's them being unprofessional or nothing like that. Like I kind of appreciate that. Is he's asking Oh, he's posed a good um, thought. Mm. Bear man in the streets, are they themselves? When? Uh, in the streets or when they go? No, just, just to Margs. Okay. Are people running around posturing? Yeah, but you have to, to a certain extent. Talk to me. You get me? Huh? Talk to me. Because the streets are... The, the, the streets, the streets are rough. You get me, like so. You have, you have. It's um, it's, it's dog eat dog out there, isn't it? Like you know, what I'm trying to say, like so. There's amount of bravado, amount of like I don't know, like just just a safety net that you want that you want to put up. Some people, mm. some people are, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like exaggerated versions of themselves, maybe. You know, what I'm trying to say, like you could be more cool, laid back, chilled at home in your personal time around your family and stuff like that. When you go out into the streets, that, that that might not necessarily work. You might need to have more of a bit of an edge just to survive. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So I suppose it works. I, I suppose it works the same way, but it's just a different. It's just, it's just a different side of it. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? There's a lot of people that are pretending that are not who they are in the streets. To be honest with you. Mm. So yeah. it's, that's no different to the office space and code switching, right? Yeah, but it's to a different. It's you, they're doing. You're doing it in the office space. You're doing it. I can't explain it, man. It's, it's, I don't, it is, what am I saying there? You're not trying to be, you're being more of yourself, maybe, yeah. Like, if you're trying to change for like white people and stuff like that, I think that's different for than you putting on a bit of an act or a bit of a bravado yeah. in the in the streets. I think that, I think there's, I think they're separate things. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're, maybe it's like it's an exaggerated version of yourself mm. in the office space. You might be some, it's just someone totally different. Mm. Like, do you get what I mean? So I think that there's similarities in there, but I don't think they're exactly the same. Yeah. Can I say people are saying that um I don't play the politics game and blah blah blah. Um so I'm trying I'm trying really hard not to insult. But um me not playing the politics game this does not give anyone the right not to know me. Me not going to after work drinks does not give you the right not to know my name mm. or to address me by the wrong name. I'm not sure where the correlation is coming from, where how you guys are getting these maths. Your maths is very off, and um, yo, Kevin, I beg I you stop antagonizing our host. I beg you call in and have a conversation. Yeah, I'll ban you one day, you know. <laughs> 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 call in and interact. <laughs> They're sniping from afar, but yeah, yeah, like me, yeah, not playing the politics game. That's a different thing. If I'm not, if I'm saying, you know, I'm not getting opportunities, blah blah, and I'm not going to after work drinks and like you know, kissing asses and whatever, that's different. That's a different complaint, but I think. People get my <laughs> man, people get my name wrong and and um grouping me in like seeing me as the other black people black other black girl in the office. It's very different. It's very different. Now you must be going for it. Someone said um, their name was um, Kweku, yeah, and they called him Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's a big way, Oh my days. Kweku, you should have gone to the work drink. Maybe they wouldn't have called you that. Do you know what I mean? And that's what, that's what they do, you know. They'd be like, oh, that sounds a bit complicated. I'll just call you Kevin. No, you wouldn't call me Kevin. You call me Kevin. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man. These All they start giving you nicknames out of nowhere. They start giving you nicknames. Do you mind if I could just call you K? No, you can't call me K. You cannot. I'll play the same game with them, to be honest. <laughs> I'll change their name. Oh, I've, you know I'm paying. I've done that before. When people have sent me an email and they've addressed me as the wrong name, mm. I'll call, call you anything back. <laughs> so your name is John, I'm calling you Jake. You want to call me Elizabeth? That's fine. Hi, Jake. Hey, for real. Let's play. I'm very petty. I'm very petty. Because sometimes that's what you need to do. When they go low, I know what's her name? Michelle Obama said we go high, but sometimes like I have time to go low. I can even go lower. Mm. It's ridiculous, man. Oh, man. Mm, oh no, I'm kind of I'm kind of glad I didn't grow up experiencing all that. To be honest with you, it's a lot. I can't mm. lie to you. It's actually draining. Like even some, even like one time I had someone be disrespectful to me. Yeah, she was clearly in the wrong. This woman quickly got in her Karen boots and just started playing victim. That's what they do, man. These times I was the victim. So because I'm not like her, quick to cry, mm-hmm. it looks it automatically hearing the story. It's like, oh Esther, what did you do? Yep. And then when I explained it, they were like, oh. So it's like, oh, I just ignore her, man. Just let it go. I'm thinking, okay, but then if that was me in that position, mm-hmm. would you be te- would you be telling the person to? If I was actually wrong, would you actually tell the person to ignore it? Do you get me? It's too much politics, man. But again, we're in the white white man's world, so I don't expect anything different. I just mm-hmm. I just go for as long as I have to be there. Yeah, I do what I have to do. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. That's right. All right, should we get into our next headline? Let's do it. Lovely. <laughs> All right. Um, I believe this is a trigger warning. So uh, three teachers have been cleared of manslaughter after a girl dies on a school trip uh, by drowning. Oh, my God. I was going to send you this story. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'll see <laughs> it. Yeah, this is mad. Last last time. I know. I was, I was thinking. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, mind. That's not making sense. No, I missed it. What did you say? Go on, Brent. Time has actually gone. Okay. It's mom- the moment's gone, Max. The moment's gone. All right, go on then. All right, so three British teachers have been found not guilty of the equivalent of manslaughter by gross negligence after a girl drowned on a trip to France. I think that should be in France. But yeah, Jessica Lawson, who's uh, 12, who attended Wolfreton School near Hull, had been swimming in the lake uh, in July of 2015 when a plastic pontoon o- overturned. <clears throat> Chantel Lewis, Daisy Stavers, and Stephen Lane were cleared of any wrongdoing by a judicial hearing. The lifeguard on duty and the French local authority were also cleared. The hearing in France was told 24 children between the ages of 12 and 17 had been swimming when the incident happened and Jessica was found beneath the pontoon. She later died in hospital. French prosecutors had recommended that Miss Lewis, Miss Stavers and Mr. Lane, as well as the lifeguard, be jailed for three years. Given her verdict through a translator, the head of jurisdiction, Mary Sophie Waget, told the four the area was being surveyed by the lifeguard. The lifeguard was present. The flag was green. There was not any reason to think that the floating platform could turn over. We don't know why her drowning took place at the time when the platform turned over. There's therefore no evidence to show that they were negligent. Therefore, you are found not guilty. Poor baby, man. That's so sad. But there was a bit before she went... Before before she drowned, but they couldn't find her or something like that. Yeah. She went missing, mm-hmm. it? Yeah, and, and they were and they were panicking. That's why they were trying to say it's negligence on their fault because they didn't they, they didn't know where she was. Yeah, school but, trips would be a lot, you know. School, hey, a lot of things happen on school trips. You know? Yeah, there's a doesn't that, that I don't know if that girl if she's got her justice. Some Asian girl, and but this one it was bullying. They were bullying this kid. This kid, the students were bullying this kid for time in school. Mm. The girls complained. Her parents complained. Nothing. The school did nothing about it. They went on a school trip. 
and then they um, drowned her. So basically, they knew that she couldn't swim or whatever, and they pushed her in the. Wow. I think they went to the beach or something, and the poor girl drowned. And I think, if I'm, I think they were in court for. It. I think they got cleared of it or something. Mm. But there was actually evidence showed that these kids actually did it, and they were like, "Oh no, they didn't," and they all made up a lie about it. Mm. As in, the kids conspired mm. all together and made up a lie, and then that's what they told the police. That's what they told the school. Everything. It was really bad, really, wow. really bad. I think she just moved. She just moved here from her country, wherever she was from. Mm. It was sad. Which one? Do you think it's fair that the teachers beat the case? Mm. Mm? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it is, man. I think it would have been harsh to, to, to do three years for that, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like they've got to live with that forever. Probably on their teacher record. But I think, you can obviously, you're, you're responsible for kids, blah, blah, blah. But you know how kids get. Mm-hmm. And plus, I like, didn't know there was a lifeguard there. If there's a lifeguard exactly. there, you ain't blaming me for this boy. Yeah, yeah exactly. If there's a lifeguard, this is not my job. Exactly. You're going crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> there's a lifeguard sitting there. Where was the lifeguard? What are you yeah. talking about? Exactly. Would you sure. want the lifeguard to go to jail though? Um, because that's mm. a lot. It's a, uh, not jail. I don't think. I mean, bro, if you're a lifeguard and your job is to save people and then someone died because you wasn't there or whatever, I don't your think... phone or something. Oh, the jail's not fair. You got sacked them. Obviously, you're not a good lifeguard. I think, yeah, I think you should get your, your license revoked. Mm. This, is life, yeah. this is the last lifeguard um, yeah, gig you get ever. ever. Get. Yeah. Because yeah. Mm. jail is difficult. I yeah, I don't think jail's fair. But it depends on, on, the, on the job, though. Because I think I remember one time hearing about one train driver or something in Spain, right? And this guy was negligent. Um, I think it, he, he must have been doing something, right? And um, he was meant to slow down a particular turn or something, right? He doesn't turn, he doesn't slow down. And I think the train keeps going at like 90 miles per hour. Train hits something, bare people die. Yeah, but that's different now. Why? Take that man to jail. <laughs> Isn't it the same principle? It's definitely not. Why? Because with this one, like you're, you're driving something, you know you need to slow down because you know that this can cause an accident. Mm. With a lifeguard, yes, obviously... You know that you know you should save people because anything could happen. Mm-hmm. For me, it's just very different. It's like That's not intentional. If you broke the protocol, the safety measures or whatever that they put mm. in place to keep people safe, yeah, yeah, and you broke that, and then people died as a result of that, yeah. you actively have a hand in their death. But it's, it, it wasn't necessarily that he intentionally broke it. It was more so a lapse in. Um, but you broke it though. You can't. Oh, it was accident. Mm. What do you say? Oh, it was accident. Now that that doesn't work. You you have the duty of care to protect these people on these on on this train. You're not allowed lapses of judgment. Mm. And around the bend, no, babes. But the, but look Jail. at the lifeguard, for example. Like he's meant to just keep his eyes on the pool. So if that p- if. particular pontoon overturns, mm-hmm. why is he not then j- jumping in, making sure no one's under it? C- couldn't you say the same thing? I think it's. I, I don't know. I'm thinking. I just think it's very different. Mm. What I did think, they say? Was he was he actually there? Uh, well, the lifeguard. I think he was. You know, I believe he was. Let me double check. Yeah, the lifeguard was present. Was there, yeah. Oof, that's a bad shift. Yeah, tight. yeah, that's yeah. tight. But I just think the train one is different, man. <laughs> if my hat, mm. that's different. Yeah. I don't think. I think. I think. I think that's really different. I think that's harsh. Like, regardless of what the situation is, to send a lifeguard to prison because someone died while he was on duty. That mm. I, I, I think. I think that's harsh. Mm. I don't know. Like, unless, think... unless you stood on the side and watched them drowning or something, and, and I don't, yeah. I, I don't understand that. I feel like even say you were on your phone, for example, and you so you missed the whole thing. I would say community service. <laughs> <laughs> you get your community service. 
But like with the train drivers, like you you have so much um, what's it called, training to do. To do that, like a lifeguard, anyone can be a lifeguard. You just know how, you know how to swim, right? Mm. Yeah. Can you float? Yeah, you can. All right, then you're a lifeguard. Watch these kids. Do you get what I mean? Mm. But train drivers, that like you, there's a lot of training that goes that goes with that. You can't have a lapse of judgment. And then several mm. people have died. So, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Sorry, guys. I just want to introduce myself. You know. Not introduce yourself. <laughs> the fourth member. Uh, late again. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Uh, I told the email that seven thirty was unrealistic for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's unrealistic for him too, so it's all right. Okay. I'm so dead. All right, yeah. it's a shady morning here. Right. All right. So also, was, he was he was giving me drinks as well. Allegedly, he was giving me drinks. Every right time I looked around, he was he, had he was giving you what drinks? Yeah, they went out last. Oh, night. you was partying as well? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, so you got called at seven thirty start, knowing you're going partying? I was telling him, I was like. Even yesterday, I said, I said, E-man, 7.30, yeah? I'm not going to lie to you. I said, yeah. 7.30. He was like, oh, why, why do I say 7.30? It's, yeah, because I messaged him. But I don't, I'll be honest, I don't care what you guys are doing the night before. You'll be here at the time we've said we're going to be here. Two hours sleep, one hour nap. Come here straight from the dancer if you have to. Change your shirt in the car. You'll be fine. <laughs> I would have made it, you know. It's just that um, there was traffic. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was looking at. I woke up at 7.18. <laughs> 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 I actually cannot do. I cannot do. I said, I'm making it, no, but I didn't go to bed until one thirty. Remember, I didn't. I didn't like. Did you just go? You went home and then went straight to bed, right? No, I was, I was doing the document. Okay, okay. Right, what time did you leave the event? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Are you, what time you leave the event? Um, what, what time? Did you, I left just before you, you guys around yeah. like quarter cool, cool past ten. Okay. Wait. So what time yeah, you get home? We, yeah. What's that later than that? What time I get home? Uh, about maybe 11, yeah, maybe like 11, 11 15. Or something. What the hell are you so what's the conversation about then? What's the problem then? What's that? You got home at 11.30. Yeah. But I didn't go to bed until 1. And who's, what's Why that good to anyone? Because I was with my girl. We were eating, <laughs> chilling, whatever. And then she, she woke up around 4, woke me up. Now I'm up. Then my alarm went off at 6. I was like, oh shit, I've only slept for two hours or whatever. I hit it. I thought, let me get up in five. Five turned into 7.18. And here I am. <laughs> I'm glad Mark and I You got home with good time. You could have been Me? in bed by midnight sleeping. I don't understand this. I'll be honest with you guys, yeah. There's times I've come here with two hours two hour sleep. Same. So there's no, this, yeah, this ain't it. Yeah, but no, I'm here with two hours sleep. I just ain't here on time. <laughs> 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 I'll come here on time early with two hours sleep. Let me make no, that but, no, but let's, distinction. Let's, let's make it clear, though. We agreed nine o'clock. Yeah, about that. We've yeah. got a meeting about that. Nine o'clock. That's our set time. 7.30 yeah. is a whole new kettle of fish. That's even earlier than our normal start time, which is 8.30. Mm. The normal start time is not 8.30. We need to have a meeting. This no, no. Back in the day. Sorry. Eight, eight, eight. Yeah. Eight. Pre- we're going back to that, by the way. Why? <laughs> There's conversations to be had afterwards. <sighs> <laughs> We're going back to you that. You guys, see, I'm struggling with this. <laughs> everyone's gonna have to get. Everyone's gonna have to get the discipline up. Can't lie. Number no, why? What's 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 mean? early bedtimes? Early bedtimes. Yeah, early bedtime. Listen, yeah. just early bedtimes. Not early bedtime. Trust me, you can you can make it. The thing is, you're you're an early morning babes, isn't it? So this is a walk in the park for you. This it's not walking. Trust me, it's this not walking the park. This is his house. He's at home. Yeah. It's not, yeah, but That's why, when, if you look at the pattern of lateness, who is it? Isn't it? It's us. <laughs> so guess what, Marks? It looks like me and you're going to be leading the show and they can join us at some point. It's me and E-Man who are the ones who are being, obviously I'm a bit later, but you know what I mean? Because 
No, it's, yeah. a, it's not a walk in the park for me to wake up every day. Well, you're making it look easy, so. Thank you. I appreciate that. But again, it's not a walk in the park. You're making it look easy. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really yeah. do appreciate that. Yeah. But um, don't distract me. We're going back to 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah. back to 8 o'clock. What's that? It's all, it's all happening. It's all happening, yes, man. It's all happening. Yeah, it's man. getting to the office more. I've got more traveling to do and that. It's, yeah. it's we got to get in earlier, man. Yeah, mm. as in like the song starts at 8, 8 a.m. Whoever's whoever's bum is on this on the seats is who's going to introduce themselves when the show starts. <laughs> Damn it, man. Yeah, so. Well, you guys are privy to um, our staff, <laughs> staff meeting. <laughs> you can't say we're not for the community. There you go, exactly. And I bet you they're in the comments agreeing. Are they, Brent? Agreeing what? That we should start later? Uh, well, your, your brethren... Your spirit animal, Kevin Thompson. No, my spirit animal, child. Thinks that ATM is mud. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Kev. Kevin is not someone that I would... That I would... Kev, Kev, we start work an hour, even today, an hour and a half before the standard protocol of work time starts. Shifts. You guys have to negotiate that in the next contract. Well, Jin Gist has an interesting take. Go she on. thinks that we should start at 7 a.m. Oh. Do you know what's mad? Do you know what's... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's actually mad? Do you remember when we were discussing times here? Yes. Me and Marks were like, listen, yep. if it's seven, yep. we are right here. Seven. So what time should I wake up in the morning, please? 5 a.m. Knock it off. That's what time I wake up every day. Yeah, that's up... good for you. <laughs> so that's a you problem. I should wake up at 5 a.m. to get here at seven. Listen, it's commitment to the Don't let me start bringing up the money issues again. You can do whatever you want to do. We're starting at 8 o'clock. <laughs> I, get paid, I get paid to wake up at 5 a.m. do whatever you want to Once do. Once I start getting paid, then I'll come up at 5 a.m. Nah, that's dead. We're building something here, guys. Wait, we wait, need wait, to wait, build wait, all wait, together. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. We have to talk about this. Is this, is uh, this what it is? <laughs> no, no. All right. No, no, no. No, no, no. Fair enough. Relax, right, so man. Relax. 7 a.m. obviously is what it is that in my head we are going to be doing um, when it is we move into the space, right? Oh, was it? That's 7 p.m., isn't it? 7 a.m. Oh, oh 7 a.m. is... Because is... this is a morning show now. It's, it's, it's... Yeah, the morning is between what time? You know what? Uh, morning show starts. It's at 6 a.m., you know. Morning ends at what time? Morning starts at 6 a.m. No, listen, morning shows, yeah. Morning breakfast shows, know, morning on know, TV, I know, whatever. I know, I know. I'm pulling a leg. I know they listen, start I'm letting, I'm letting people know too. All right, go on. Um, They start at 6 a.m. And then, like, by 10 o'clock, this is, like, drive time. This is... People coming at basically lunchtime. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I can't lie that. Def, that is definitely news to me. I definitely thought it was 7 p.m. 7 p.m.? Yeah. Why would it be 7 p.m.? Do you know what? It, 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 was, it was in my head. It was yeah. going to be an evening thing, innit? Oh. But then, I like the morning thing. Yeah, as things progressed and whatnot. Yeah, because the show originally was released in the evening. We just recorded early. So yeah. He, so he could do all, all oh, but the original the original plan was to start recording. No, mm, we'll to eventually start recording in the evening or something like that. Yeah, yeah and, and yeah, then yeah. you were like, but those are my peak hours. Yeah, I, that didn't work for me. I'm, 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 yeah, no, no, to be fair, I'll, if I had to choose, I'll choose morning over evenings. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so, guys, you heard it here first. We're going to be 8 a.m. Even if it's one host, even if it's me introducing myself and passing the mic to Brent to see how he's doing. But <laughs> 8 a.m. Yes, mum, look at you. I love it. Listen. 8 a.m. 8 a.m. You'll be here, everybody. Brent, can you send Uber to Mars? <laughs> I can send a zoom link. <laughs> Someone even said, by the way, Yusuf, 1.30 a.m. You should you should have been fine to to be here. You you guys are not fingers. I keep I keep trying to give you the key reason why I'm late, and you guys are not you're not grasping what I'm saying. I'll be honest, yeah. Not, you're, not, you're not grasping what I'm saying. We're grasp, I'm grasping, not grasping it. what I'm saying. I'm I wasn't, I wasn't by myself. 
I'm grasping it. But I would say, hypothetically, yeah. I've been in situations with persons and got to have a sleep. And I've been here. I, d- I didn't say it was me. I didn't say it was me. I didn't say it was me. Yes, you did. You just said, I, said, I have been. No, I didn't. Yeah, you you. Did. That's for the benefit of the, <laughs> of the sentence. So you don't get confused. <laughs> don't snitch in yourself. I don't know what you guys are talking about. As in, you're not talking about yourself. Definitely not talking about myself. So why do you say I? Because I was for the benefit of the, of the sentence. Okay, go on. Yeah. Go on then. But I'm not even, I've, I've already said what I said. If you missed it, you have to catch the, catch the video. It stays up after we're done. Watch it back. Catch what I said. Mm. Chess. Always. So, the next headline <laughs> <laughs> is about chess. So, um, there's been a, a chess player who's been accused of cheating mm-hmm. and he's not backing down, right? So, a top chess player accused of cheating has insisted he is not going to back down after making his first comments on the scandal in nearly a month. On Tuesday, a chess.com investigation claimed it was likely that Hans Niemann cheated in more than 100 games online. <laughs> the 19-year-old American rising star has already been accused of cheating by world champion Magnus Carlsen. Speaking on Wednesday after winning his US championship game, Neiman said his victory was a message to everyone. In a news conference following a convincing win against 15-year-old grandmaster Christopher Yu, Neiman was asked about the elephant in the room, which is obviously a reference to the cheating scandal that gripped the, ch- the chess world. Without addressing the actual allegations directly, Neiman said, this game is a message to everyone. This entire thing started with me saying, chess speaks for itself. And I think this game spoke for itself and showed the chess player I am. It also showed I'm not going to back down and I'm going to play my best chess here, regardless of the pressure. Neiman then cut the interview short after less than 60 seconds. And that was it. Sport, that should I feel like that should have been in a sports segment. <laughs> Mm. No, we can't put chess in the chess. Oh, no, it's not, what is it? <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not like a, okay, Yeah. Fair enough. All right, let's get into Word on Road. Okay, the world is so angry at the moment. I can't wait till I'm reporting good news on here. But firstly, on my list of things to let you guys know, Meek Mill is upset with BET. So like we mentioned the other day, the BET Hip Hop Awards... Which is weird because now that you mentioned it to um you said there was a difference, mm. I'm actually seeing like there's really, really and truly a difference. Because mm. it was all like rap stuff, and yeah, I was yeah. like, wow, this is interesting. So basically, um Mick Mill's baby mums performed at the BT. She, well, she had a no, she had a BT cipher. And her name is Milano, and she's the one who he had a is also his ex-girlfriend, um, Milan Rouge, she's called. And they had a baby together, his third kid, her first, and they were together. I think they broke up last year. Really pretty girl. And everything. But yeah, so basically she had a BT um cipher and he's upset about it. So his tweets read as follows. I don't like BET. Okay, sorry. I'm gonna just make the words, you know, because you the English though. He says, I don't like that BET got my baby mom trying to spit bars for attention slash clout. It's like a setup embarrassment made to look like opportunity. And I'm with the women hustler empowerment motion, but your drawing, pure manipulation. I was voicing my opinion about a connection to my life and a company I've been getting money with. All them women lit love to them. Everything ain't networking, especially if you say you're getting money. Stay true to your cell phones, in quotes, made us get a little lost, even me. And then he went on to say that he's scared to rap and say the truth nowadays. It's so vicious out here. This run I am, though, it's like therapy to me. Therapy for me. I guess Twitter is like therapy for him. He says, shit, don't, shit not even black you're not even owned by blacks to my knowledge. So this is BT. I live life with that narrative. One of the reasons I don't have religion. The streets traumatize me and hypnotize me to that. 
and I'm breaking that. Catch me outside. I'm not perfect, but I'm not living in that in that fame narrative. LOL. The first thing that jumped out at me is that he basically said her rapping is shit. Mm. And I don't think there was a need for that. I think if you're upset that she was given an opportunity... Is it shit though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is she rubbish? Yeah. She oh was, she was. She didn't have a flow. She was basically just saying words. She was just saying words. I didn't want to um, offend everyone with the, with the clip, not to be rude, but it didn't sound as if like she's trying to be a rapper or anything. It's just like a girl just saying words. I don't know what the thought oh, process so, was behind that. Oh, so Meek's got a point then, basically. Yeah, he definitely, no, he definitely has a point. Because mm. I think him saying, you know, it's like embarrassing for her. She's going to get cooked. Because yeah. it was bad. Mm-hmm. So I think for him, it's like a thing where obviously he's protective of you know, his his ex-girl and but like the mother of his child. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you guys basically, you knew, you know she's not a rapper because typically with the ciphers, there tends to be really, really sick rappers on there and people discover their music through that, isn't it? Well, I don't know. We've got to have potential or something. Yeah, it's doing something. I don't know mm-hmm. if sis has music. I should have probably checked. But um, yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't great. So I feel like it, it, it looked like a setup. Can't lie. It looked like a setup for some memes and just being corned. It, it, she basically was just saying words. She was just saying words. It was, it was. It oh, when you was reading the tweet, I thought Meek was just being Meek again, but. Nah, Meek. I think, yeah. Cause you know, he like, he loves to do his nonsense, but this one, I would actually say he actually has a valid point. Mm. He really does have mm-hmm. a valid point. It's not, I don't think he was um, right. But then people were defending her, which is why I guess he had to say, you know, I didn't, I didn't know I've said what I said. And this platform is a thing of therapy for me. Cause people were like, oh, like, don't be silly. She did do well. Let's get it straight. She, you know, she wasn't. She didn't do bad on there. But I think people saying you didn't do bad and you were great, different. Two different things. Two totally different things. Very <laughs> different thing. Do you get me? So people are saying, yeah, you, you got a point, but it's not as bad as you're saying. It's still got the word bad in there. I think that, that says something in itself. So, yeah, he's got a point with that. Um, also, sorry. Yeah, so I'm tired of talking about Kanye. I can't lie to you guys. I'm really sick of it, but just for the benefits of um, disclosure. Um, so obviously he's been doing his rants and against Gabriella and the family and all that other stuff. And then he brought up the Virgil stuff, which I reported yesterday. But wherever he gets a chance, he basically talks about how he's not been allowed to see his kids and he calls out Kim Kardashian and how it's a system against him and blah, blah, blah. He does all of that all the time. So anyways, yesterday, Chloe Kardashian basically had enough. And she said to him, she said, she commented under his post. She said, yay, I love you. I don't want to do this on social media, but you keep bringing it here. You are the father of my nieces and nephews. I'm trying to be respectful, but please stop tearing Kimberly down and using our family when you want to deflect. Mm. Again, with the birthday narrative, enough already. So the tea is that he wasn't allowed at um, one of the kids' birthday. Uh, they've had too many kids. I don't know who's who, yeah. but he wasn't allowed at one of the kids' birthday parties. And um, the reason why he then knew where the birthday was was because Travis told him, and so he wasn't able to turn up. So essentially, he's basically saying how they knowingly threw a birthday party without his knowledge, and they hid the details from him. Yeah. And then one of the other kids, which I think is Sam, uh, he was he was in Japan at the time, and then he said, "When we come back, we'll have a joint birthday thing for him." But what they then did was they secretly threw a party for Sam mm. before I guess while Kanye was on his way back from Japan. I don't yeah. know how long the flight is, but. Yeah. They basically threw a party, so he basically missed it. So obviously with the kids, all kids see is that their dad is not at their birthday parties, mm-hmm. not knowing that their dad is trying as much as he can to be at the birthday parties. So this is what Chloe is addressing. 
So she said, again, with the birthday narrative, enough already. We all know the truth. And in my opinion, everyone's tired of it. You know exactly where your children are at all times and you wanted separate birthdays. I have seen all of the texts to prove it. And when you changed your mind and wanted to attend, you came. Like you have pointed out yourself, she is the one taking care of your kids 80% of the time. Please leave her and the family out of it so that the kids can be raised peacefully. I come from a place of love and I'm happy to continue this conversation privately if you wish. So he was basically saying a lot of stuff about how they keep hiding his kids from him. He doesn't know where his kids are all the time. First of all, you know where your kids are. You moved to the house across their house. You know exactly where your kids are, sir. You're fine. So then he responded to that and said, you are lying and are liars. You're basically kidnapped. This man is not okay. Y'all basically kidnapped Chicago on her birthday so she could remember her father not being there. Trav gave me the address of my child's party. That's how y'all play with black fathers. Y'all also threw a party before Sam's birthday when I was flying back from Japan to be there for his birthday. And the first I heard about it was seeing pics of the party online. Also, I should see my children 100% of the time. But since there's a separation, it should have been 50% of the time. Y'all wouldn't have played with Donda like that in Jesus' name. I don't get that part. But I basically was watching, oh no, I, I didn't, I haven't watched it fully, but I saw a clip of Charlemagne talking about the whole White Lives Matter thing. Mm. And obviously he knows Kanye, he's cool with Kanye, he speaks the truth to Kanye from what he said. Um, he said basically that Kanye plays the black card when it suits him. Yeah. So Kanye would care to, um, to stick with the black people and black community at times when he's been antagonized by the white people. When he's been antagonized by Gap, by Nike, by Adidas, by, by Kim, he wants to do the whole black fathers thing and the black lives matter and all that kind of stuff. But he said he doesn't know, there's no one in this world who craves and who auditions for white... Um, validation. Valid, that's it, thank you, babes. For white validation like Kanye does. Mm. And I agree with that because he said, but we said when things are going very well in Kanye's life, he's pandering to the white man. Mm. As soon as things start going wrong and he starts getting played by, by the white man, He's coming and trying to do the whole Black Lives thing. And it's true. And he was like, yeah, he's like, look at when Kanye's life was good. That's when he was telling us, um, you know, slavery was a choice and white lives matter and all these other things that he does. But when it's not, when things are not good, then he's trying to be at the forefront of, you know, black campaigns and black movements and all that kind of stuff. It's such a shame. Mm. And he also said what I said, where I feel like, actually, I don't know if I said it, but he basically said how it's all attention seeking and it's just attention seeking. And I really wish that he would do stuff and we would just ignore it. Because I really think if we all ignored it, like everyone in the world had a consensus where he does something crazy again mm. and everyone ignores it, he'll stop. If you're not getting attention, because he's, like he's like a little kid at this point. I get he's got his mental health issues. I understand that. But bro, there's only so much we can actually, there's only so much grace we can give to all of that mm. um, mental health stuff. But someone else who is slightly moving mad. So Diddy was also on Breakfast Club and he was basically talking about, he talked about the, they asked him about the Kanye stuff. He gave up. His answer was a whole bunch of nothing. It was just a whole bunch of nothing. I can't even say what it was exactly. Mm. He didn't really rebuke him the way everyone else has been doing. Yeah. He basically was just like, you know. Called him a free thinker. Yeah, called him a like free that. thinker. Kanye's a genius and blah, blah. And I think we need to stop that Kanye's a genius thing. I think it's getting to his head a little bit. Mm. But yeah, he basically did a bunch of nothing. But anyway, the part I want to report about is obviously, you know, that there's this rumours that, you know, he owes Mace money because Mace called him out for owning money mm. and some of his other artists. And he basically talked about that. He said, listen, Mace, he worked on one album with Mace, even though I think the t second, the two albums after that yeah. says it's from um, Diddy's. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Bad Boy Records, yeah. yeah no, he, before he retired, he released two albums. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Diddy's basically claiming he only worked with him on one. Okay. So he's saying based on that one, how much could you possibly think I owe this man, mm. basically? 
So he's like, he, has, he doesn't owe him money. Mace he also said he paid him for one that he didn't deliver on as well, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. so he was saying that, that Mace owes him $3 million. Wow. Yeah, he said Mace owes him $3 million. He paid him for one he didn't deliver on. So, but he was like, I'm not going to go back and forth with him about the money. But really and truly, you're out here talking about owe you money. He said anyone who thinks he owes them money needs to come with the receipts and the money will be paid in 24 hours. Yeah. And that's he basically... It. Yeah, go on. I was, I was just saying, that's it. Yeah, and then, yeah, and he basically just said that um, he doesn't see how much he can owe somebody for one album... And also, people have got people out here listening to a man who's out here being a fake past, fake pastor and conning people. It makes no sense. And he said that he's gonna do something where, I think he says something about like he wants to do something where. So, babe. He said he's gonna do a documentary or something like that. Yeah, where everyone who claims that he owes him money, he owes them money. It's like let's all get it, let's get it out out in the open because mm. you can't be basically you can't be ruining my name and my reputation like this. Yeah. So it was interesting. And also, um, because now I'm speaking about Kirisha, please, her Young Miami's podcast on Revolt. She won. And you guys know I love to support the girls. She won podcast of the year. Wasn't it her and Noriega that won? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so they, and they're both on the Revolt. But for me, when I looked at the lineup for it. How did she win? She okay. Like four episodes or something. Yeah, she's got like five, six episodes. How she won is beyond me. And I can't lie. So basically, when she announced that she won and she was celebrating online, People are basically cooking her for it. They said, girl, now you know this is fake. And I think because she leans into that whole pappy thing and blah, 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 it's like, mm, it was bought for you. And I'd be lying if I sat here and say I did, that did not cross my mind. It did. Mm. It did but cross my mind. was it a joint? Because I didn't see her on stage. I saw Noriega go, Noriega go up to accept his award. Yeah, it was point. a joint. But then basically, Charlamagne was then at him, yeah, but they're both on revolt. Okay. But he was like, anyway, yeah, like Noriega's one that is... That is one that that is it makes sense. Yeah, warranted. But he said, Karisha's one, it's not adding up. Sis just came out. And when I look at the other people, I can't find the the um, nominations now, but when I look at the other people that were on there, it was proper big, proper big serious podcast. I've been doing this for for time. So how's this one in I know that obviously the city girls and stuff, they they rock hard, but ugh, I don't know. I can't find the nominations. Sorry guys. Yeah, no, for her to win is crazy. She literally just started. Literally just started. But yeah, so there's that politics going on anyway. But he did say that he did not pay for it. He didn't pay for it. And, you know, she's worked hard and she deserves blah, blah, blah. Okay. Mm. Sorry, so, was it a public vote? <coughs> I'm not sure. Beat is in public though, is it? I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Sometimes, sometimes they have specific awards that are public vote. Yeah. I don't believe it's a, it's, it's a panel type situation. Is it a best new coming podcast award? No, it's podcast of the year she hasn't been running for a year and that's why everyone's like ma'am <laughs> so he only has five episodes yeah and he's saying that it wasn't paid for yeah <laughs> you know what happened on my knees no let me see oh, let me see that's how I can find it oh man yeah it's come, come he puts everything me. that he basically says in an interview into question no it does mm -hmm. it definitely does it definitely does I, I, a part of me still believes that he owes um, people money I don't know why I just find that hard to you know <laughs> and I, I'm a city girl. I'm here for it, but come on, man. Like, I think I've nearly found it. Oh no, I haven't. Sorry, guys. If he does owe Mace money, it's probably from writing and shit, writing, publishing. Oh yeah, probably. Because he Mace Mace wrote a lot on um other albums. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Okay, hip hop. No. Blah blah. Duo. No. 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 Director of the year. Album producer of the year breakthrough, what platform? Yeah, okay, here we go. 
Yeah, here we go. So, so the the, the word is actually best hip hop platform. Okay, it's even more offensive now. It's Big Boy's Neighborhood, mm. Breakfast Club, mm. Carisha Please. Carisha's had Megan Thee Stallion, Sweetie, JT, Diddy. So I'm not sure how she's the best hip hop platform, but okay. Um, Complex, Drink Champs, Hip Hop DX, um, Million Dollars Worth of Game, NPR, um, Tiny Desk, basically, and um, Versus. Best hip hop platform. She beat Tiny Desk. She beat Versus. How the fuck did she beat Versus, first and foremost? <laughs> even even million dollars off again. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. And for best hip hop platform. And what what's annoying about things like this now? People are gonna be like, oh, you don't support women and blah blah blah. And on the women's side, I think it's great, but something in the milk ain't clean, man. Something ain't right. But yeah, so that's what Diddy's going through at the moment. And then a bit of UK news. Um Tommy Fury and Molly May have confirmed that they're having a girl. They put out a video yesterday. And it was like them, like a gender reveal. And I really like gender reveals like this. Not that whole spectacle people do sometimes. Each their own, of course. But yeah, so they basically popped the balloon and it was all pink confetti. So that's very, very exciting for them. Congratulations to them. And the last bit, I guess this is good news for the hip hop heads. Hold on, sorry. You know gender reveals? Who curates the, the so, actual balloon or whatever? And who tells the person what the gender is? So basically you get your, um, you go to like, the doctor or whatever yeah. and they give you like an envelope. Okay. So you guys just don't open it and okay. then you give it to someone that you trust and then that person sorts it out okay. for you. So one person will know what the gender is and then they pass it on to like the company or whatever that's going to do what they're going to do. Okay. And then that's how, yeah, that's how they pop the balloon. But I've seen some people really, that do really, really cool stuff. I've seen people do like fireworks versions and it's proper sick. I love it. I think gender reveals are foolishness. It's, I think it's another way of uh, making money. Yeah, exactly. But I think as well, it's another thing for women to like just get to dress up for. Love Is it another way of making money? Yeah, because it's basically because you know what people do. Some people do ba- gender reveals yeah. and then baby showers. Oh, you mean as in the parents are trying to make money? No, no, no as in like Something. it's a society thing. It's now become a, a form of capitalism, capitalism in its way. Is it that big though? Are, are companies making lots of money off gender reveal? I don't know products or. Merch or whatever. I think so, you know. The companies that do these things, yeah, hella money. Because people, cause because it's, it's a thing that's like in fashion now. Mm. If you're a company that does these things, you're making, you're definitely making money and you can come up with creative ways for it and stuff. Mm. It's proper sick. Like some people have some, some they have the little airplane things that just releases whatever smoke mm. and everyone's standing outside to see. Like they are very creative with it. But people do, some people do the gender reveal at the baby shower, but some people have a separate thing as well. Mm. Any excuse for it to dress up, really, isn't it? But um, in the hip hop world as well, Freddie Gibbs and Jeezy have squashed their beef. Were you guys aware of this beef? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 so basically, he was on a podcast, um, Bootleg Care podcast. This is um Freddie, and he was basically talking about you know the moment where he and Jeezy squashed it, and um he said that they basically bumped into each other at the airport, and Jeezy was with um. What's her name from the real? Right. Jenny May. Jenny May. Yeah, Jenny Jenny May, I think her name is. Yeah, in, interesting woman. Um, yeah, so they were together and he was with his girl as well. And then they saw each other and they basically just were like, you're right, blah, blah, hugged, whatever, exchanged phone numbers. And he was saying how it was a really good thing. He said um, with him, he's glad it happened that way. And when you mm. think back on it, it's, it was really... For, like it was the beef was for nothing basically mm. and at that time he was immature so he's glad that they're able to come to a place now where you know they're cool now and Jeezy is someone who he always respected and he learned a lot about 
you know, the game and how to conduct himself as a rapper and all that kind of stuff mm. from him. So it's glad it's a good thing that they're back together. So that's a that's a positive, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like I've heard a few times where people have squashed their beef in airports. Yeah, because they, they, they bumped into each other. Yeah, just randomly. Yeah. I think Nas and Cam. Ran yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if you fight over here in America, <laughs> they're shooting you down. Mm. It's straight cool. You're a terrorist. This is the place to squash it. Right. It's nowhere else. It's Jules Sant- I don't know why I'm thinking of this, but um, it's Jules Santana like in prison still. No, that's out. Is that? No, but yeah. like oh, is it? Yeah, okay. it's out. Yeah, for time. Oh, that's good. He, he, gave, him him life. Life. he gave him life. He gave him life. Yeah, it's been out for time. Back on love and hip hop and everything. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, so what? There's a new season and all that. There's been new seasons. I remember he when he came out, he was on love and hip hop. How long ago was this? Then? He's been, years. Out, he been out for years. He's been out for years. What? You sure? He's been yeah, out for years 100%. and then he went back in when he got caught with the with the was it him that got had like a gun in his yeah, that's what I'm bag about. and whatever. Yeah, no, that's the reason why he went in. But that's the reason first. why he went okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's been out for years. I think he's been out since like tw- maybe like 2016, 2015. Yeah. What? So that happened yeah. back then? Yeah. Even oh, when wow. DC's is out. Yeah, yeah. And he had the longest he had the longest time of everybody. Yeah, he's yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, the long yeah. All the all the men are out. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah, love it. But yeah, all right, let's get into the people's journal. To the People's Journal, where I give you the news from an economics point of view. Uh, before I start with the economics, um, some breaking news, mm. some sad breaking news. Oh shit! Sorry. Yeah, babe. That's, that's why we. That's why we're supposed to start early today because mm. I got appointments to make. Alrighty. All right, all right. Sorry, people. Got to love you and leave you. Duty calls. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. All right, man. Take care. Bye. Bye. Um, yeah, breaking news and it's very sad breaking news as well. And um, in fact, trigger warning: the death yeah. toll is e- even increasing. So as you were having um, speaking, doing the word word and road, mm. uh, the death toll went up by like three or four. So basically, in Thailand, at least thirty-one people have been killed after a former police officer opened fire at a preschool child daycare center. Oh, Excuse me, what? Yes, in a nursery. What? Say that again, sorry. So at least, at least at the moment, 31 people have been killed after a former police officer opened fire at a preschool child daycare center in Thailand. Yeah. Wow. The gunman is still at large after the attack. People say, police say, sorry, uh, children and adults are among the casualties. The attacker shot and stabbed children and adults. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and it's now on the run, police say. The motive for the attack obviously is unclear at the moment. Um, yeah, reports in Thailand are pretty much saying that the officer had recently been dismissed. So and? maybe a disgruntled officer That's doing mad. some nonsense. That's yeah. madness. Yeah, this police said that he was last seen driving a white four-door Toyota pickup truck with Bangkok registration plates. And yeah, a senior police officer um, in that province said 23 children were among the casualties. Oh, no. How many kids? 23. 23 children. As it stands. Like I can say, the number's going up. Oh, that's yeah. so disgusting. Horrible. That's horrible. so horrible. Mm-hmm. Poor babies. Yeah, man. Yeah, hopefully they, they catch that animal, man, and deal with him. And I, I, I don't want him to die. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I want him to get caught alive. Mm-hmm. I hate when people do stuff like this and then they kill themselves. I hate it. Or like, do you get me? Or like, they get sh- shut down. No, yeah, I need yeah. you to live every day and be tortured. I think considering what he's done, he's definitely in a place where I reckon I can see him. Um, in himself. In himself. Life. Yeah. So this, this, I don't know why this came to my mind again, but 
This is what I like Nigeria about, you know. Because if they catch this guy, they'll nah, deal that's with him. But that's I'm, I'm, I can't like, I'm, I'm, I'm reading for the, the what are they from? If they're talk, from Thailand. I'm reading for the Thai. residents. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like in my mind, it's not going to be like a human rights and mm. game to jail. and Nah, rush him. What, what do you think will happen in this country? If, for example, something like this happened yeah. and people found him on the street somewhere. I think people will attack him, but I think... I think it depends where he was, where he was found. Mm. Yeah. Like what, what, what area? But I think, what, mm. do you know what's mad? I think with this country, though, if police arrive and people are attacking him, the people that were attacking him will get arrested. Yeah. They will get arrested. Because yeah. this country loves love, uh, human rights and, like, mm -hmm. you're um, doing things by the book and blah, blah. Yeah. It wouldn't be a thing of jungle justice where... Because if I can't lie to you, if I was police and I see people, I would stand back a little bit. Hold on, you mean as in people find him while he's on the run? Yeah. Yeah. No, no one's touching him. I think so. If you if mm. you come across a gunman who just killed yeah. 23 people, you people. <laughs> Do you yeah. think so? I think they would, you know. I think we were trying to apprehend him. He's armed. He's armed. He's armed yeah. Mm. I've seen that here. You think normal citizens are going to approach an armed gunman? Okay, let, let's just say. Because, you know, because, because I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I think, I'm not yeah. approaching an armed gunman. Who yeah. just killed? killed I'm next. Yeah. What, what are we talking about here? I'm next. Mm. No, I, I can see people doing that. I really can. I'm, I'm sure I've seen stuff online where someone's like had a knife mm. and they're literally doing whatever they're doing, and people are really yeah, trying to yeah, like, knife. Yeah, knife. I, I get it, but I, I still believe people will try and do something. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. I hope not because that's stupid, and you're gonna get killed. That's that's good. This is that's not act like we're brave hearts. If there's a man who's on the run for just for a massacre. Leave, leave it to the police. Don't run in there like you're Superman. You'll get killed. It's, come on, let's knock it off. You, you will get killed. Someone say this is even, it may not be the best argument, but um, a good argument for why um, firearms should be legalized. Because then average citizens can yeah. take care of this. Yeah. yeah. No, you know what I mean? That's not an excuse for firearms to be legalized. People want an, any excuse. No, what, what, if, what if, for example, um, somebody in the nursery heard the gunshots, for example, and was armed and could bring that casualty down to like to like three people instead of 31 people what they probably could do a probably safer way what mm. they could do is that maybe there should be in each like area or whatever there's police around like schools and stuff like that i don't think people people having access to firearms means that in situations like this that happen once they don't happen yeah, every yeah. day yeah, yeah. happen once in a while mm. this is what we're going to be armed for people yeah, are going to be using course. it in a very very Reckless way. Reckless yeah. way. If you think of how people have rage in society on a normal day, imagine if everyone was carrying guns. People's hella heads rolling on the high street. Mm. Yeah. I don't think this is the yeah, argument people I don't think, think Yeah, I don't think that's the reason for some yeah. people to carry guns, but... Yeah, it's true. Yeah, leave it, leave it, leave it to the forties. Yeah, it's sad, That's man. so sad, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, to bring it back to the UK, um, the first thing, doesn't really sound like economic news, but... It's to do with Primark, and so I thought I might as well mention it. And they're looking to reintroduce women-only fitting rooms after concerns were raised about combined changing mm. spaces. Has right? that always been the case? Nah, no, it's the people. People's it's the people's fitting rooms now. Because mm. I remember I saw a girl on TikTok, um, TikTok, and she was talking about how she basically just had a, a really bad experience. Mm. She was in change rooms, and she felt like they were kind of like looking at her, and it was just, it was just she was talking about how very uncomfortable it was, yeah. and she said, "Now basically." Now on, she's going to buy her clothes and take it home. And a lot of people have been doing that. They just buy their clothes, take it home and return it. Are you saying, is this just Primark people are talking about? Or just most retail stores are you referring to? I don't usually do fitting rooms, but from okay. what I've seen, with the TikToks I've seen, there's been against Primark. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. everyone, anyone else is doing it. Yeah. 
But yeah, I'm not too sure if the lady you're talking about is even the same lady here. Mm. Depends how long ago that was. But um, a lady in Cambridge pretty much said two men walked in the, mm. in the changing room. Obviously, because it was shared. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She just felt like super uncomfortable. I was like, no, nah, she made complaints. And Primaka said, you know what? We're going we're gonna to change things, man. Good. Yeah, so combining... So basically, they said combined fitting rooms will still be in place in their stores, but it will be alongside the female-only yeah. changing rooms. Or What's the point or, to separate or, or, or just have doors as opposed to curtains. curtains. Yeah. Have doors that you can There's lock that. and there isn't like a, a gap at the top mm. and the gap where you can... Yeah. You yeah. Can There's through. even gaps on the sides. Yeah. I spent yes. so long trying to level it out. So no one's, Certainly, yeah. you know, catching a glimpse of things you've been seeing. <laughs> but... And also, okay, if they're gonna do, you, I can't, I can't with this world, and I'm tired. No, no, you because if you're gonna say you're gonna do it, you're gonna have fitting rooms for everybody, yeah. then have female, like female only ones, mm-hmm. just separate it. No, but I, th- I think because uh, people who don't mind, you you may not queue, for example. So let's just say there's less men who use the fitting rooms. Okay. You know what I mean? They may just just go there. I guess. Isn't it? I guess. Yeah. Just buy your clothes and take it home, Joe. <laughs> do what I do. Yeah, but then what business does it fit you? That's why they buy multiple sizes sometimes. Or girls love this multiple size. I, I think it's long. It's it's long, but we have to do it because of um the way that the materials are. Like you can be different sizes in different shops. It's a yeah. lot of technicalities no, to it. I get it if you're doing it online, but if you're doing it in the shop, you can just try on as opposed to you buying buying two dresses or three dresses, going home, mm. trying them back. all on, realizing they don't fit, having to go back to the shop again. You might as well just do it all there while you're there. Yeah, yeah. first I don't I don't like um fitting rooms to be fair because I don't like the, the mirrors in there. I don't know. Something about the mirrors trigger my my body dysmorphia. Yeah, something something get right. Something get right. But with the, the, but the lighting is lit though. Sometimes the lighting is good. Zara, the lighting is yeah, lighting is good. <laughs> but <laughs> I hate, <laughs> Zara's lighting is good. But I hate Zara. Last time I was in Zara fitting, I had I had I had a breakdown. Is it? Yes. Yeah, it was mad. What it just triggered my body dysmorphia so much. And the thing with Zara sizing as well, Zara sizing is so bad mm. that I was like trying this on. I'm thinking this is my size, and then it wasn't fitting properly. I was it was a, it was really a lot. Like I was meant to go to an event that I said yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Mm. So I don't. I'm not really a fitting room person. Also, mm. sometimes what because I don't like shopping, mm. I'm quick in and out. Do you get what I mean? So I would rather mm. just be in and out twice than yeah. be in for the next yeah. hour. Mm. Yeah, I'm not really a shopping babe. I hear that. I hear yeah. that. Um, the next thing is to do with uh, petrol prices. I'm sure you guys noticed it's going down or whatnot. Has it? Yeah, yeah. I'm buying like 157 yeah. the other day. I said, oh, gone down from what? <laughs> from the one eight one 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 ninety one ninety nine, we yeah, had. but that was like three two. That was like two three months ago. It's yeah. it's been like one seven eight one seven nine for time. Oh, it's because we um diesel. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah I'm talking about diesel. Sorry. Yeah, petrol's petrol's. Oh, petrol. Sorry. Yeah, yeah petrol's petrol. done a thingy. But oh, so diesel's not going. No, diesel's been like yeah, still, yeah. yeah. I mean, they keep trying to tell you how to to start with that car, that um <laughs> that, that form of fuel. You only listening. <laughs> Well, I'm not sure if you're gonna if you're gonna keep saying that now with the news I'm about to tell you. So basically, is it Russians in it and Saudi Arabians? So um, some of the world's top oil producing countries have basically come together and they've agreed to cut the amount that they that they're actually exporting, right? And they're doing this because they're saying they're trying to um, stabilize prices. I'm not too sure about the whole reasoning behind it, the rationale, but um, yeah, that's that's the reason for it. And because they've done this, um, they've come together to decide this, people are, are speculating that pretty much prices are going to rise. Before even this discussion happened, um, they had already started to reduce the amount of oil per barrel that they're producing as well. So that made the um, the prices, the prices, pardon me, rise already by about almost 2%. So on top of this discussion, mm. yeah, 
long story short, you may be getting petrol um, rising again. Oh, surprise, surprise. Yeah. What's mad though is that this is, the way this world is a scam, I keep trying to tell you, Jesus has come mm. back. Because you know what it is, yeah? See how high petrol was? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it and I'm happy to see these prices. Yeah. But in actual life, yeah. Yeah, this high. is still stupid. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So now it's going to go back up. I'm over it, man. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. I wish I could bicycle everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. And the next thing is, you know, I've been talking about strikes and things of that nature, mm-hmm. but um, and and this hasn't happened in a hundred and six years. But the Royal College of Nursing is basically balloting all of its UK members to strike for the first time. They're saying obviously the nurses are not getting enough. Remember, I think months back um, mm-hmm. we spoke about them getting a rise. I think they actually got an average about four point seven five percent. Between 4.75 and 5%. Yeah. A lot lower than inflation. About half of that, right? But um, that's true. Um, union is basically saying, guys, this this doesn't make no sense. Inflation is rising. Currently, it's around, well, the RPI is, is around um, 12%. And so they're basically saying, guys, let's we're going to put this to a ballot and we're going to try and um, get 5% above RPI. So they're actually going for 17% increase in pay. Okay. <laughs> nobody's ever got anywhere near to that like obviously in the last year maybe they're doing what but, the Americans do and the Americans will sue you for like 150 million yeah and then they end up getting like 1 million <laughs> <laughs> why, why 17 that's a very specific number it might as well round up to 20 yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, like, you know, 20 sounds scary for some reason 17 you know what I mean? 20 is like a or even drop it down to 15 you know what I mean mm. I, I, I think I, I guess just they're just hoping through negotiations we can at least get the 12% you know what I mean, in line with inflation. But um, yeah, man, they're, they're asking for a lot, man. And they seem very serious because like I said, this has never happened before in 106 years. So um, yeah. What's their, what's their main reason? That they feel like they're um, overworked and underpaid, right? Yeah, very much, very much. Yeah, I'm just basically saying, when you take into account inflation and also take into account um, the average pay yeah. mm. as well, all of those things yeah. just... I mean, this doesn't work out for us. Yeah, do the nurses do with um, a lot of additional hours where, where they're not paid? Where they're not paid? Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure. Or is, it, or is it all in the shift? I think it's all it's in, in the, the shift. shift. So just in that shift, has this been worked ragged? Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. And they have stupid shifts like 12 hours, yeah, uh, yeah. 16 hours. Yeah. I think, that, I, think, I think the average is like 12 hours, isn't it? Yeah. Is yeah, I think, yeah, I think 12 hours is like the... The norm. The norm, yeah, standard. Yeah, but some doctors have been doing... Um, over a day. Yeah. They just stay stay just staying in the hospital. Listen, this is the life they chose. This is why they marry each other. Maybe. They no, under, it is. Yeah, and they spend so much time with each other as well. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's if your spouse is in the same hospital. <laughs> Isn't it? No, no, I mean like like a lot of times doctors will like meet other doctors. That's as in this is how they get together sometimes. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, they end yeah, up yeah. in like long term relationships because yeah. that's who you spend majority of your mm. days yeah. with. So if you're, I don't know if I could be with a doctor though. Mm. Why? You out here, you out of the house for like twenty four hours, oh. and fraternize with a nurse. He's only she's in America. Catching feelings. He's only in shit. America, but when, when they they get the uh, pager. Oh, <laughs> sorry, gotta <Pager>. go. <laughs> <laughs> that was sick though. It's funny you say that though, because like one of my friends. Um, She's she's a doctor. She's mm. married to a doctor as well. Yeah, a lot. My cousin's yeah. a doctor. He's married to a doctor. Mm. A lot of doctors marry each yeah. other. They're equally yoked. Yeah, 
My for sister, me though, you'll stay safe. My young sister's a doctor. I'll let you know if she marries a doctor. Yeah, see? Yeah. 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 Sick. I yeah. love it. Yes. For them. They will <laughs> understand each other's shifts and stuff, innit? Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Cause I will complain while you're not in the house. Yeah. Why you, you haven't seen the last 24 hours, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, but then a doctor gets it. Yeah, that's why people, that's why like entertainers date each other. Because they understand each other's lifestyle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 But do you feel like you complain though? Knowing this is his job. No, I'm, I'm a very understanding partner. I'm different. But the average woman might. <laughs> <laughs> Dare I say I will complain? <laughs> Cook my ass. I Esther, told you. Would, would you date a fellow uh, broadcaster, podcaster? I would. Yeah. But it depends what kind of podcast he's doing. I'm not really here for men talking too much. Do you see that clip the other day? These those two um, last yes. guys. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. They were saying they don't care about um, generational uh, wealth. Generational yeah. wealth, and he don't care about you know his kids, 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 yeah. kids. I don't know them niggas. Do you hear what he said at the end? <laughs> what did he say? I can't even repeat it on this platform. Can't, I can't, actually, I will tell you that after. Sure. Is it? What did he say? Yeah, it's mad. Yeah, it he said bad. it might be gay. But he said I it mean, in. You said it in a nice way, but yeah, he said it in in a derogatory term. What is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the B. He goes, what? He says sometimes he goes, ah, oh, if I got a hundred million, I'll give away ninety. Yeah, it's because like I... we've got a certain amount of money that we're happy with. Mm. What are you talking about? <laughs> when I hear stuff like that, it scares me though, because somewhere, somewhere, there's some woman who's allowing this guy to put his <laughs> put his seed in her, and she's gonna give birth to children. Listen, those, those are the type of hot takes Prince looking for for, for for TDA. What the <laughs> generational wealth? <laughs> Brent wouldn't be able to deal with that. Brent can't do deal, deal with foolishness for very long. He has not got the patience for it. It's mad. As like, in, if one of y'all thought like that. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be dope if one of y'all thought like that. Well, it's a shame. It's too late. Brent, Brent wants those type of clips. You the know. cast is closed. This is it. And thank, thank God, none of us think Brent's like this. I have a headache every day. Brent's waiting for us to say something crazy. I couldn't deal with that. I couldn't deal with that. Mm. If I come here and one of you guys think like, oh my gosh. Heck, all right, so, all right, is it that crazy what he said? That he doesn't care about generational wealth? It's the if, thing that it's not, it. it's not that crazy. Somebody, I think it's, it's, it's his delivery. If, yeah, 100%. Mm. If somebody doesn't even want children, mm. it tends yeah, to reason that they don't really care about generational wealth either. But he wants children because he's talking about, I don't care about my kids and their kids. His kids, kids yeah, kids, yeah kids, I, 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 mean? I hear that. So but they may be He said he cares about his kids and he's not thinking about his kids, 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 kids. I mean, and, yeah, then, I and then the reasons he gave was that, like, how do we even, how do I even know that my children are, are going to look after this money? How they're going to spend it? No, that's all, all valid. these things are valid. Yeah, no, th- I don't have an issue with what he said. Mm-hmm. What he said, if you don't want it, that's fine. I think for me, it's the delivery. For me, is that, you know, they might be, um, they might be gay. They might be um, pussy. They might be all these, bruv. Yeah. For me, that just speaks of immaturity. If you present yeah, your yeah, yeah. argument to me in a mature and sensible way, yeah. I will listen to it. I get it. I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think you should, you should live your life with the pressures of generations to come yeah. writing for them. If each their own, mm. each to their calling and their own. Yeah. But if you come to me and you're talking to me in that kind of manner, I don't care for what you got to say. I'm, I automatically tune out when people present foolishness mm. to me. Because uh, the bare people running around, the way they live their life, the way they live their lives, you can see that they don't care about generational wealth. Yeah, and that's the fine. Way they don't that's, look to yeah. um, seek after education. Yeah. Yeah, it, you can tell it. So he's just said it. Yes, yeah, but he said it like he's a living it. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but it's just, it's just the way he said it. It's just the way yeah. he said it. Mm. Yeah, and to be fair, like even the most articulate, you know, rich, educated people like Bill Gates, mm. uh, Warren Buffett, all of them essentially are kind of thinking the same way because they're giving away like ninety nine percent. Yeah, of Bill Gates is annoying me, man. Because <laughs> these kids, I'll be livid. I mean, they're getting something. Yeah, I know, but he's... something. Yeah, they're getting what? more than enough. No, I mean, to you, they're getting more than enough. 
what's you know what I'm saying? Then they can have it all. I saw you, know said, I saw you said he's going to give what? Is, is it 10 million per child or something like that? And then the rest is going to give to like a dog charity or something. No, yes. I don't think it's just a dog animal charity. charity. I've been a, shit at that. I hate. That's why I saw. I read something like that, man. Not the whole his fortune, yeah. but it's going to give a considerable amount to charities. Charities. Yeah, hundred percent. I think ninety nine percent to charities. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Ninety nine percent of his yeah, fortune. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Ninety nine percent. Hundreds of billions. Yeah, and I'm your child. I'm thinking pops. Yeah. What I want. I think they're saying their rationale is like you being my child, you already have certain experiences and privileges, and you should be able to go out there and do something for yourself. And you know, it makes sense. I guess through his, through, you know, his mind. He's to me, I wouldn't do that. No, you know I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. 99% of mine. You got those kids killing their parents all over the world. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If I was rich as Bill Gates, I'd be giving a lot of money to, to good causes. Yes. Mm. But I'll make sure that my kids are, you know, set. And obviously, I want to make sure that they've got it up here too. I want to give my Facts. money to my to some stupid kids. Yeah. I'll make them work for it. But then, then again, I guess, if you maybe delve into a bit more, it might make more sense. Because like, now, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking to myself, what if I was to set up charities throughout all of West Africa or Africa as a whole mm. and I was to then pass and then give, I had hundreds and hundreds of billions and yeah. I was to just mm. do certain things for all yeah. those charities. That could p- potentially do a lot more than my children. With yeah, that, you know what I'm saying? yeah. No, so, what, what, what he's doing is um, noble. I think yeah. I'm just speaking from if I was one of his kids and, yeah. and how would I feel about <laughs> his kids? Yeah. yeah. But then again, even if you get 1%, it's like a, a billion. <laughs> That's a lot. I'm good at that. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> I'm good. You think that children should resent their parents for not leaving the no. wealth that they accumulated to them? Maya? I should resent. Um, I don't feel people should do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't believe in forcing people to do anything. So I don't really believe in the whole resenting thing. Um, I can understand why you may feel a particular way, but I, I no, I don't think you're entitled to to feel resentment. I'd be, I'd be lying if I said I wouldn't be a little bit upset. Yeah, I, like I can understand that, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. to then say, yeah, you should, nah, I don't I don't see life that yeah. way. I don't think you should do anything, but yeah. I hope you do. No, you do, because <laughs> just imagine you go to the uh, will reading. I don't know how mm. that how that works, isn't it? And yeah. they're, they're reading off the will now. You're mm. sitting there thinking, not like you're happy your dad's, your dad's there, but you're like, yeah, mm. shit it's about tired. to be lit now. <laughs> 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 My day has come. <laughs> My day of reckoning has come. And then... It's like the gag is. I'm leaving you. Something's it's like big man. Where's the where's my big payday? Mm. I've been waiting for you to die. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting on you as adult. <laughs> but I guess the beautiful thing is that whilst um, that parent is alive, they're living a life of yeah, their luxury and yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And they would have set themselves up already, like properly. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, for sure. So, yeah. Somebody in the comments said, "Look at Fifty and his son." Yeah, Fifty is different. If I had a son like Fifty, yeah. Yeah, but that's that's a different situation. Though. If I had a dad like fifty, because they've they've got a what's the word? Is it estranged? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So I'm saying if I had yeah. a, if I had a dad like fifty, boy, I wouldn't expect anything from him. Why? I can't even expect his attention. But the, but he's he is new, the guy. He's he, no, but his youngest son. I it's not like that. Yeah, that's no, different because he likes he likes that one's mum. Yeah. The no, one whose mum he doesn't like, he hates that boy and he takes it on the son. And I know they've had the issues, blah blah. blah yes, mm. but he doesn't act like a father to that child. So I don't think that child is even. It just, the resentment of, of that I don't think is beyond money Yeah, it's just I, resenting the father himself I really hope 50 doesn't live to regret this yeah same honestly yeah. I mean, I hope he does oh, why is it I hope he does I think sometimes that like, you can't when you say you didn't you, do you mean that you hope he makes yeah. makes a change while he's alive yes or? I hope he yes. makes amends of his son before oh, anything okay, okay, happens okay. Exactly. so either his oh, okay, son okay. passes or whatever you know what I mean oh okay, okay, okay in my mind I thought you meant like if he passes away and mm. yeah I don't know what I was thinking anyway but yeah Mm. Yeah, I hope he does have a 
change of mind or he goes through something that makes him realize I like people to go through stuff sometimes. So yeah. I, I hope he goes through something that humbles him and he can make, make amends. amends with that child. Yeah. Sometimes this people is, need the humbling. This is the sound, the sound I was in the uh, Wankster video, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Mad. Yeah, man. And um, I guess the last thing, very short, is uh, refugees. We spoke about them a bit earlier in regards to um, Suella Braverman's new plan. And But basically, uh, it's looking like refugees are being asked in some cases to find their own accommodation. <laughs> Sounds very wild, yes. Um, but basically what it is, uh, I'll read this off for you. Um, Bella Sankey, who's the CEO of a charity called Detention Action, she said, I've heard horrific evidence of children, women, and men being unlawfully detained for over a week in makeshift tents and squalor. We have received credible re reports from the whole that the Home Office is now releasing traumatized and vulnerable people without checks that could lead to them ended up in the hands of traffickers. So she's saying this because obviously, like I just said, um, they're saying that in some cases we can't actually find accommodation mm. or it's taking longer like to actually you know house them and, and whatnot. So they're actually um, telling these refugees, go and find your own accommodation. Obviously, when you go out there, world you don't even know. Exactly. You're going to be stranded. How do you, you know start? What I'm saying? And yeah, they're just going to be picked up by, by traffickers, unfortunately. And like I said, they've already found reports of this uh, happening. So yeah, um, yeah, that's the end of the People's Journal. All right, a couple of things. Yep. Um, apparently, mm -hmm. uh, people have said in 50's book, he says that his son basically aligns himself with his ops. And it's not just the, the baby's mother that he's got beef with. Okay. And Emmanuel, there's a question here for you. Also, sorry, that happened after they became what they are. It wasn't like That's his son went out of his way to befriend his ops straight out the gate. After their relationship crumbled and 50 was doing 50, that's when his son took a picture. And his son just took a picture with someone. He took a picture with, I think, Jimmy Henchman's son or something like that. It's not like mm. his son went out his way to mm. do it. because I mean, it happened after they became estranged. All right. So book readers, apparently you guys got your information wrong. Yeah. Apparently, he first dirtied his son and his son was like, all right, I was you don't like you. me. I'm posting up with your up. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. bitch ass. Um, Iman has gun. Has a gun in America ever prevented a school shooting? No. Let's stop that nonsense argument, please. What argument? Is it my argument? Yeah. Are they, are they saying it's my argument? No, you were saying uh, like earlier. Yeah. No, um, but I said, if if what would you say to if those we had guns? Say that? If we had guns and that happened in that particular nursery, there might have been somebody in the nursery with a gun to stop it, and then maybe three would have died as opposed to what actually happened. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you heard me say the first part, though, right? What would you say to people who say that? That's very key, you know. Well, what do we know about people but when they listen to us? Do you hold on? Do you, think, on do you think? That, do you <laughs> yeah, think listen that? listen to us. All schools should have security, mm. considering you know this these type of cases, like someone on site who is armed at all times in case this shit happens. In Every country or those like high risk countries. Maybe start off by saying um, high risk. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Especially if because you know how they got certain alert yeah. uh, alert yeah. levels and what. Yeah. Especially in those type of states and. Because yeah, how is a man able to just walk, walk into in. a school Bro. unchallenged and open fire on children? It's ridiculous. He probably dressed as stabbing as well. You know what I mean, the same way, fam. You have. 
Tesco. I mean, you have security at Tesco's. You ain't mm. doing shit standing there, yeah. looking at you, following you around the store. Go and train <laughs> <laughs> to use a gun, and you go stand outside the school, and you wait there every single day in case something happens. Yeah, you know what I mean, you're worrying about someone stealing bread. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm not, it's not even a funny thing, but I reckon. I re- stop laughing, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, your argument about, you know, not your argument, but yeah. the notion that if people carried guns, it would yeah. prevent X, Y, Z. I reckon mm. if schools had yeah. security, mm-hmm. that would be a better method of oh, 100%. prevention. 100%. Yeah. I was just basically saying there's some people out there who, who would have that as an argument. Yeah. You know and what, what would you say to that uh, particular Pretty argument? much what everyone here just said, man. It doesn't make sense. Like, you can't just enforce that for this particular reason. That doesn't make any sense. We're intelligent people here, though, isn't it? But I'm just saying what some people have said. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Cool. I thought it was clear, to be honest with you. I'm speaking English. But, you know. Anyway, that's the end of the People's Journal. All right, well, let's get into woke or joke. All right. So, so I said I'm having domestics. Huh? We're having domestics. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, today's walk with you. I feel like we've, we have kind of touched it already, you know, in Word and Road. Okay. Because you spoke about Kanye West, spoke about Diddy, mm. um, and all that type of stuff. The only thing I guess I'm going to add to that is, um, did you guys know that Lauren Hill's daughter um, wore one of the t-shirts? Mm-hmm. Lauren Hill's daughter? Yeah. <laughs> let me let me give you the a bit more, right? So basically, she's she... Um, was someone took a picture of her wearing the, the t-shirt at the show. I'm not sure if she was actually part of the runway thing mm-hmm. or just on the sideline talking to Kanye West, but they had a picture together talking. And um, yeah, so she took a picture of him. And so I guess the first thing is, I'll come back to the after. The first thing is, do you feel like this whole White Lives Matter thing by Kanye West was a plan? Do you feel like he knew this would happen? And this was a kind of a genius way to get us all discussing the real problems or more problems in our community. I knew he knew this was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. He knew that he did this on purpose to get people talking. Okay. It was not a genius move at all. This okay. is the most foolish thing he's actually ever done. This is the most foolish thing that's attributed to his name. He just wants attention. I don't even believe he did this so that a conversation about black lives could happen. See okay. how we said George Bush don't care about black people? Yeah. Kanye don't care about black people. I'm gonna call a spade a spade. Mm. So I don't believe he did this for like a bigger reason or like a big a deeper thing mm-hmm. no he just wanted attention he's a little toddler who wasn't allowed to get a sweet from tesco and this is one of his ways of being childish about it okay yeah so if i if i was to say to you let's just say in a month's time mm-hmm. more black people come together we're having proper conversations about the things that uh, for example candice candice owens was, was talking about yeah in terms of the literacy rates for black people black yeah. children in america um how much black people kill each other in the mm. hoods and, and mm. things of that nature and all these other things that black people can change amongst themselves, right? Yeah. If we start having those conversations and people actually actively do something about it yeah. and he says, this is what I'm talking about, guys. This is what I wanted to happen. You look basically saying he's lying. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> giving Kanye the benefit of the doubt to say that this was some elaborate ru- uh, ruse. Okay. Okay. I think he done it for, whatever he done it for, I don't know, but I don't mm. think he done it to, so you can spark conversation. Okay. Because um, the conversation is already, they're already happening. Yeah. Because you know what is, because okay. yeah. you know what is, sometimes, yeah, I don't think that black people are looking at what uh, Kanye saying, white lives matter, 
and this is what's going to be a sp- that's going to spark a change in black people. At this point, black people are black people are over Kanye's stupidness. Like people are actually over it. Yeah. So even if he did want to do something clever to get people talking and to get people more alert, yeah. this was never the way to go. But I hate when people do outlandish, stupid things to try and get good results. No, because a lot of people just see the foolishness you've done. They spend more time cussing what it is that you've done and checking out from the entire situation mm. than actually using it to do something good. I think if he, I think where he could have had influence was mm. if he did something that actually pushed Black Lives Matter. Mm. I think then I can see him, I can see people being like, oh, do you know what? Let's let's be influenced by this. But a lot of the things I'm seeing, the um, feedback from this foolishness he did, mm. people just think he's a fool. Okay, and that's yeah. it. Um, but what would you say, again, I'm saying, what would you say to those? Cause yeah, because you've got to make it clear. That, that, that first part, right? Uh, that, for example, there's many people who didn't know about those particular issues that black people face, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, before Candice Owens said it, right? And those people who um, would have reacted positively to Kanye West saying black lives matter yeah. are the same people who reacted positively to black lives matter before he said it. Mm-hmm. So what change would that have done? But him doing this gets people listening. Even though these are are not necessarily people that you care about, like Candice Owens, for example, mm. people that uh, trigger you, anger you, maybe them mentioning certain things about the children, this, that, and the third, could spark that, you know what I'm saying, that idea. What would you say to those people? Especially, if, again, if Kanye West comes out and says, guys, this is the point of it. It's the point of it. You can't is take credit it, does, for Doesn't anything. that work? If he comes back and says to me, if anything good happens from this and he says, this is the point, this is why I did that, I'm not going to believe any nonsense. It's easy to say that mm. when you see that everyone, everyone's everyone been cussing you for days on end. Yeah. You're, burning, you're burning bridges up left, right and everywhere. Yeah. And then you're going to come back and say, well, this is why I did, I, did, I did it for. No. But the, the burden of a genius is ridicule. So I mean, stop calling you know. everyone stop calling his manager. No, I'm just I'm just saying this is part of the problem. This is part of the thing that fuels his foolishness because <laughs> no, I'm I'm dead serious. Like yeah. this is part of the thing that fuels his foolishness because mm. people keep saying, Oh, he's a genius, he's a genius. Anything any stupid or good idea, or bad idea, whatever he does, it's like, oh, he's a genius. There must be a reason to he's not a genius. Why why don't you think he's a genius? Or do you think he's, he's just a musical genius? Just that alone. I think he's musically talented. Okay. Oh, so you don't rate him that highly in, in his field. I think he's musically talented. I think okay. he's done what he needs to do in the industry and mm. he's left a mark, which is great. But um, yeah. he's, he's, a, he's more of a madman than a genius to me. I believe he's, okay. he's a creative genius in yeah. the arts. Mm. So art, music, fashion, that's it. Okay. I don't feel like he's genius. Mm. Um, expands <laughs> out of those realms. Out of that. Okay. Well, um, I guess you guys are all basically saying joking it. <laughs> he's, he's a walking joke. Yeah, he's the biggest joke, joke we've ever had in this segment. His track record doesn't even say that this is his actual mm. yeah, um, yeah, that's true. motivation. Yeah, because what, what came from Sebi was a choice. What came from wearing a MAGA hat? Nothing. But maybe it highlighted the amount of black people who actually um, supported Trump. To actually realise, guys, we're not just a monolithic group. There are actually people on the other side that have valid things to say. Because I remember seeing... Um, I'm not sure if it was a documentary or, or, or something. Mm. And basically, um, they went around speaking to some black girls in um, one particular college, and they were supporting Trump. And if you listen to their, re- their, their reasoning, their rationale, they're not idiots. They had good reasons, you mm. know what I'm saying? Maybe they prioritized wrongly, right? Mm. But the point of what I'm trying to say is, it maybe hi- it highlighted the fact that some of us actually think this way. 
And maybe it's important to, to, to not ignore those black people who think this way, but to actually engage conversation. Is that worth it? I don't know many conversations that were engaged with black people that supported Trump. The, respectfully, maybe he wasn't listening yeah. because there were a lot of uh, conversations with certain people that's the, um, black people having conversations with black Trump supporters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing really? is, yeah, loves. Yeah. I would, I would where, where was this? I would engage. Stuff, yeah. But no, you would engage. But I'm saying, did this actually happen? No, yeah, it happened. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In that, I'll try and find. I'll try and find. I'm sending it to you. But yeah, <laughs> like, and these are not just silly people. You know what I'm saying? They're educated people, or we're at least going through the formal education route. And what was the conclusion of reason? those conversations? Just that we shouldn't allow politics to divide us, pretty much. We have um, certain reasons why we believe Trump would be a better president than Clinton. And so this is why we were supporting him, this, that, and the third. You know, Do stuff you think like that, that. that then impacted the way black people then saw um, Trump? Because from what I can still tell people, black people still hate Trump. A so lot. if these conversations happened, yeah. then there were, and there was like a case of, well, do you know what, I get why you're just supporting his, I don't know, his economic idea, whatever yeah. it is. Mm -hmm. Then I would have thought that black people would then be more... Not necessarily because you you may not agree with the economic idea, you know the economic policy. You may not agree that that's a, even a good policy, but I think just the idea that because I'm seeing you as a black person and hearing that you support Trump, I don't just rubbish you. But the thing you is, if this conversation's happened, yeah, black people still cuss Kanye for his MAGA situation, there. Yeah, they do. That's what I'm saying. So, but there's still other people who don't. And Kanye aside, it allowed. To kind of bridge the gap, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the time, like I'm saying, that like even now in the UK, you hear someone is black and supports the Tories, you say he's a sellout. I don't. Not you. You know what I'm no, trying okay. to say? Okay. Like people say. I feel oh. like that's different though. Why is it different? It's, it's very different to Trump. It's very different to the, the mega situation. Yes. Because the way Americans really felt about Trump and stuff, yeah, mm. they felt this man was like racist. With Tories, we feel like their policies don't benefit black people, but I don't think people throw out. I've never, I, I don't see people throw out racism at Boris Johnson or at the Tories the way they throw racism at Trump. Not as much as as Trump, but yeah, at people the point, say one point he's fully racist. One, time, yeah. one point in time it was. It definitely was. When yeah. it is that he was actually looking to mimic Trump's antics mm. um, to get into power, they were basically saying he's just parroting Trump. So it's is just, that Boris or is that the Tories party in general? As in Tories? Everybody believes that Tories are racist. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. It's a, it's a general idea. And he, and even Boris himself, remember, he's, he's got a history of making certain comments. Like he called... Um, letterbox and that. Yeah, he said the, the, you know, the Muslims, letterbox. This guy was wild, you know. Yes, 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 yes. He yes. said those African children with their Piccaninny smiles and watermelon smiles. He, he said a lot of racist things um, along the way. So okay. I just but, think a lot of them are just not outlandishly like Trump. Kanye you know, so. West's tweet, well, he put that up like seven hours ago. What did he tweet? Okay, all right, let me read that. I want to just let everybody know there was also some fashion this week also. There was a major thing called Fashion Week, which really lasts a month. And there were some very well-done, crazy, overpriced clothes being shown. It wasn't just my paradigm shifting T-shirt. Just kidding. My T-shirt on every body shows. I, why do people spell like this? Nothing happened but my T-shirt to the Arnold's. That hire anybody that worked for me. Remember, my T-shirt took all the attention because you're all effing program sheep. And those boots, Gab. Okay, Gab. Those boots Gab was wearing were trash. But I'm sure John Legend still wants a pair. <laughs> Just get your girl before I get mad. 
that's you guys is um genius oh man anyway let me bring it back to um uh, Lomi Hill's daughter right mm-hmm. so um she, she basically uh, put up a post basically saying the past 24 hours has allowed me to realize that most of y'all are stuck in a hive mind mentality you do what the group tells you to do and think and think what the group tells you to think. Witnessing someone break free from the agenda sends you all into such panic that you will do whatever it takes to force them back into the box that you feel they should exist in. All morale and empathy is eliminated due to the fact that you feel justified by your emotions. The victim becomes the victimizer. You cannot bully me, manipulate me, or coax me into silence. Nor will you bully me into being who you want me to be. I don't care how many tweets you make, DMs you send, or articles you write throughout all of the chaos. I have yet to speak on my experience. If you know me, you know that nothing I do is without deep thought and intention. Wait till you hear what I have to say. Girl, we don't care, okay? If you're not going to tell us what you're going to say now, hold your peace and shut up. Don't be telling me, wait till... mm You use the characters now. Let us know now, because we're talking about the things now. Let us know now. It does. It does. All this fake deep shit is irritating. You're breathing on that phone, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, caller. One second, yeah. Um, just just before, um, oh, I was gonna say it seems to kind of a, a bit backwards because obviously she wore the t-shirt first, right? But basically, it seems that afterwards she didn't text Kanye West, it? and she was like, "Oh, um, this is Seller, by the way, because that's her name, Seller." Um, you may be sleeping, but I think that what we did, yes, what we did has obviously created a lot of conversation, and I would like us to continue that conversation and provide the necessary depth clarity that we are both extremely capable of i love taking risks and in and embracing freedom but in this case i think we can continue to discuss the depth behind our decisions to show the purity of our intentions and provide healing to our community love you so much let's keep this going in a healthy way she's a beg there's two more posts he done actually he posted um the white lives matter um image on this woman who's wearing like a white spray on dress Mm -hmm. then he put another post up saying um Rihanna Taylor's mum said it first. I have never, this is a quote, I have never personally dealt with BLM uh, Louisville and personally I have found them, I have found them to be fraud. Mm. So I guess he's doubling down mm. on the, the movement, the, 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 the BLM the thing. So his, his, his issue seems to be with the organisation, not with the movement. With the, yeah. Um, but I think, I think his anger is uh, very displaced. If it, if he is frustrated with the, with the organization, that's just one factor. That doesn't, mm. you know, mm. that's just one element of the whole the whole thing in it. But yeah, caller, yes, caller gone, caller gone. Yeah, what's happening? Don't call him back. The person, um, it's just, it's foolishness, man. I've never, I've never experienced such foolishness in my life, and I just think it's just so much enabling from all corners, yeah. from everybody. It's, it's annoying. Lauren Hill's daughter. Does 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 her she's in, a beg. does her involvement validate um, Iman's um, theory that maybe this is all like a, a ruse to spikes? Yo, nah. Do you know why it doesn't? I'm so sorry, caller. One second, babes. Do you know why it doesn't? Yeah, because. Yeah. She, when she texted me to say, oh, hi, by the way, it's Sella. First of all, cool. Then she's saying, she, she, wasn't, she was never plan, part of the original plan. Mm. She just jumped on it. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then she's yeah. like, okay, let's use this to do something good. 
that was not his plan. You beg. So you've just gone and begged friends with somebody, not knowing what their plans were. You thought it was something cool and you've seen that the outrage. For me, she wants clout. That's it. She just wants clout because you weren't part of the original plan. His intention behind doing what he's doing, you're not even aware of. Yeah. You've now done it. You're getting backlash. Now you're going behind behind, um, behind the scenes to say, let's use this to do something good. You were never part of this. You don't even go here. Can, nah. I, can I just be a bit fair to it? Yeah. It's just that... Um, I think maybe she was just giving him the benefit of the doubt, thinking there must be something, right? And also, she didn't release the the messages. It was Kanye West who then released it. And that's my problem. Mm. That benefit of the doubt, even though I know I did it the other day, because I, 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 I guess for me, I just couldn't believe that he would be so 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 foolish. Mm. But that benefit of the doubt that people keep giving Kanye the is problem. why he keeps doing this nonsense. Right. Because when this man does something that's so blatantly stupid, everyone is like, oh, he's a genius. There must be more to it. No, he's just yeah. an idiot. That's it. He's just he's just an yeah. idiot. That's it. All right, caller. What are you saying? Sorry, caller. What's good? What's good? What's good? Morning. What's I just called morning? in to say yay all day. Morning, morning. <laughs> I just called in to say yay all day. <laughs> you are an enabler. Yay. I hope you know that. Hey, listen. Um, I think he's doing a lot for the culture, man. I think mm. he's done a lot for the culture. I don't really care too tough that he wore a White Lives Matter t-shirt. That didn't trigger me at all. Mm. And if he gets more sales and he does good things with the money, it's all good, man. So, yay all day, innit? Sales for what? His Yeezys? And Brent, you took my mod status because I said yay all day, yeah? (laughs) You took... (laughs) You know Brent took my mod status because I was screaming yay all day, yay... (laughs) Don't play with yay. I can't even remember what else I said. Yay all the way. Next <laughs> thing I know, my, my wrench is gone. <laughs> oh, is, oh, is that what the wrench is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. what the hell is He was this supposed friend? to be um, unbiased and he, he is basically oh. the wind people up. So, so I'm like, all right, bye-bye. Man, he's, he's sparking conversation. Oh, is that what he's doing? <laughs> that's, what, that's what like Kanye is. That's what I'm trying to do, man. That's what I'm trying to do, bro. I'm trying to I'm trying to rile the people up and, and get some opinions out of people. But yeah, look, personally, I'm not I'm not a monolith. I don't really care. You know, he's he put on a t-shirt that says um White Lives Matter, yeah. And but earlier, you know, there was a conversation about code switching. Mm-hmm. Code switching so that you can be professional with you know, your white counterparts at work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see how him putting up... Why Why? Are you, why? Why? Why are you code switching? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're pandering to white people when you code switch then. You know, and him putting up a T-shirt, him wearing a T-shirt that says white lives matter, we're saying that that's pandering to white people. We're, we're doing the same thing each and every single day when we're going to the office I feel to like fit code, in. I feel like code switching is different because with code switching... <clears throat> I'm in a way protecting myself just because I know how they I know how they see black people. So if I was to go here as myself, it will present a lot of problems that that don't exist on me based off like ideas and notions they already have about black people. I think code switching is very different because it's not so much pandering. I guess actually in a way it's pandering to black people, but it's pandering to black people for a, for the betterment of my black life. Him saying white lives matter. It's it's insulting. It's yeah, insulting yeah. to the victim of the victims exactly. of of the families exactly. that have been killed. It's insulting in exactly. every single way. There's no positive way to look at that. Like 
him dying for um, white validation is so different to me who goes into an office and cannot and and the the society she lives in has told her she cannot be herself so i've got to kind of like i guess be this kind of way it's very very different and he knew what he was doing with that with that with code switching like i wouldn't as much as i might code switch or whatever and go into the office and act a certain way if they ask me does like do black lives matter i will absolutely say that I've had those conversations in my, in my team's meetings. I've made things awkward for people when, I, when I've talked about the things that black people are going for. When people make ignorant comments, I have challenged it. I've done all of that stuff. So it's very different to Kanye wanting to get white, um, what's it called? White, white appreciation and white validation and went a white last matter. I can't imagine how George Floyd's family must feel. I can't imagine how Breonna Taylor's family must feel and all the thousands of other people that have been killed, that have been fighting this fight to say that our lives actually matter. To do that is to shit on every single person who in one way or another has helped to push this movement forward. There is no way that you can anyone can excuse this mm. By saying there's a bigger plan or he's trying to draw attention to this. There's other ways that you can draw. You know, people say, oh, like, you know, even bad press is still... No, mm. bad press is bad press. That's what it is. And this is the worst of them all. Mm. And what do you mm. say to that, sir? He says, mm. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I hear what you're saying. I, I, I do. I hear what you're saying. But I think that him wearing that T-shirt... I, I just I just didn't see the big deal in it. And also, he didn't say black lives don't matter. You know what I'm saying? He just wore a T-shirt that says white lives matter. And also, he pointed, he, you know, he pointed something out about the organization that a lot of people have been supporting. A lot of people donated money to that organization. They went around buying houses. Mm, they went yeah. around spending that money and mm. didn't put... How much of that money has gone back into the black community? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's we, definitely we, wrong. There was a lot of marching that was happening during the pandemic, a time where people really should have been in their yards because, you know, COVID, COVID you know, stuff, is, yeah. a deadly, is a deadly disease. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Moses, do you believe that and, he was yo, talking about just the organisation? Yeah, I think, he, I think he's pointing fingers at just the organisation. I, I still think at his core... I think Kanye West is for black people. Do you do you believe that he could have been much clearer with what he was talking about? We wouldn't be having this conversation if he was. And this is the device. You know, it is, is part of the theatrics. This, you this know, is, it is part of the... And hasn't he got form? Hasn't he got precedent for doing things like this? Oh, yeah. Slavery course. was a choice. Of course. Kanye West is a, is a, is a, is a steroid. He's a trouble. Yeah, and didn't explain himself. And didn't explain and then he himself, apologized. but he did later on explain yes, himself. Yes, he apologized yeah. also, right? Mm, mm, yes, yeah, he, he apologized. He that. took it back. He said he should never have said that. Right, right, right. But he also explained what he meant. He also explained what he meant. You know, sometimes people say things. When he was running for president, when he was running for president, didn't he also um, make some comment about? Um, him losing um the wife losing a daughter, Kim. Yeah, what was it? Was it was it not about abortion or something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did he not? And he kind of he kind of blamed mm. her for the loss of his daughter, loss of his child. Oh, wow. No, 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 no. He was thinking about aborting his daughter. No, I could be wrong in it, but I remember there was a situation oh, yeah. where he was crying because yeah. he felt because he was about to abort his oldest daughter. And he didn't go through with it. 
Yeah. But you know, he couldn't believe that he was going he was going to do that. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. Is is Kanye West paying you? Is he paying me? Are you gonna vote for him if he runs for president? Why not? Okay. Thank you. Why That's not? gonna inform um uh, but I can't vote. I'm not I'm not an American. No, but you citizen. would like to I can't you, you would like to. If you could, you would have wasted your vote on Kanye. That's crazy, man. <laughs> no, nah, right, I, I wouldn't waste much, my Moses. vote on Kanye. I wouldn't waste my vote on Kanye. I wouldn't waste my Someone vote. Someone else on is Kanye. calling. Um, okay, cool, 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 cool. Thank you very much for your yeah, input. Yes, thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. yeah. There was someone else. No, no, no. No, no, no. There was. No, at one point, there was someone calling. Okay. Yeah, but there was. Yeah, it is silly, man. I think people just get enabled too much. It's foolishness. Uh, I just I think Continue, it's sorry. just yeah. Sorry, it's it's just ridiculous, man. Sorry, but there's nothing you can say to me. I don't want to hear an apology from me. I'll be honest with you. I'm gonna tell you guys now, yeah. If this man apologizes, I'm not talking about on word on road. I'm not. I'm I am standing up against Kanye in my word on road segments mm. moving forward. I'm over it because this is at this point it's just foolishness. But I like the fact that we can see. Well, some of us can see that um a lot of black people are just puppets. And we're just being um, mm. laid by this guy's mm. antics. But you know what it is, though, Brent? Like, I, I feel like it, it's dangerous. It is very dangerous. No, no. <laughs> no, no, let him land, Brent. He's not on our side. Let me see. Wait, let's see. It's dangerous to just, like, uh, to just outright rubbish. Some, yeah, rubbish yeah, yeah. Yeah, but to rubbish Kanye. When, when you say, or any black when you person. say outright, I, I don't know if it is that we've been doing it outright. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was, I was then going to say. Because, obviously, like we have said as well, He's done this a few times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's got four. So, so I, Listen, I yeah. It. Kanye don't care black, black people, man. No, Kanye so, had a white, Caucasian, I don't know where Kim is from, Armenian um, wife. Then they separated. Then to get his props up back in the street, he had, went and found Julia Roberts, who never has a top on. Wait, like, this, that man don't care. It's weird for And me, then man. he was insulting Amber Rose when, because he was with Kim, yeah. out here insulting and, and saying very derogatory things about her yeah. to impress a white woman. It's tough because I don't think I can say wholeheartedly that I don't think Kanye West cares about black people. I can't. Yeah. I mean, like, Mm. he's done a load, load of fuckery, but do I think at his core he don't care about black people? Mm. I don't. I don't. But he's not making it easy for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. With his behavior, but I don't think he doesn't care about black people. Do you know what I don't think anyone who genuinely cares about black people, yeah, who knows what black people have been through, who deal with black people on a daily, who is from a black person, Will ever do? Will ever intentionally do something that hurts black people? To go on a stage like the Fashion Weeks is serious business. Yeah, you f- went in front of the world stage, mm-hmm. in front of racists as well, who actually genuinely don't even believe the whole Black Lives Matter thing should be a thing. Mm. You've been in circles. Like this is someone who's called out corporations or whatever, and you went on the world stage and put on a top that says "White Lives Matter." Mm. I cannot believe you care about black people. You can yeah. do stuff that you that I guess you didn't realize your actions will have an effect on black people. And then I can say, yeah, this person they didn't mean to, mm. but to do something that's so intentional, when there's literally families still mourning and still trying to get justice, mm. and you do that and you expect me to think that you care about black people, yeah. you don't. Because I, I think sorry yeah. again earlier to what I said earlier as well. Yeah, if I'm gonna piggyback off Charlemagne, who does know him. When things are good for Kanye, he's in body bodies with the with the whites. When things are bad, then he's like he's, he's then he's like to say just the other week I was on here I reported to you guys two weeks ago. Yeah. This man said he wants all black people to come with him, join forces with him, and and um, boycott Adidas. Yeah. 
because he was in because he wasn't benefiting from that situation. Yeah. Now he's been allowed to fashion week. He's you know rubbing shoulders with people with this person with that person, mm. and the first first thing he does off the back of that is wearing a White Lives Matter T-shirt. Mm. I think I, I think nah, I think man, that's deep. He cares about money. He cares about his power, his influence, his position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The people he rubs shoulders with. He cares about himself. Yeah. Like he's just you know comes across extremely selfish and narcissistic and arrogant. Yeah. But I can't say that I believe he doesn't care about black people. It's hard, you know. And despite everything he's done, I just I can't say it with my chest that yeah. he doesn't care. I think he, he does. But what's he, he plays like wild and loose with the trauma. That's why is I don't mm-hmm. like because yeah. after George Floyd, um, he paid for the daughter's um uh, tuition. Mm. Oh yeah, right? mm. and that's just all fine and nanny. But mm. at this point in time, he knows that he needs to again uh, stoke the flames in order to achieve something we don't know yet mm. what it is that he's looking to do but it will come yeah we will find out yeah and the fact that it is that he knows that he can just do that at at will mm. i don't like i don't like that at all. but but then brent you're basically saying he's he's doing this on purpose he is you know what i'm saying again that's what i'm saying he's, yeah. he's playing fast and loose with people's trauma mm. that's what that's what i don't like yeah do you understand he's literally utilizing Everything he knows about the black community mm-hmm. in order to drum up all this press, yeah. Yeah. in order to be- benefit him. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. And it's not nice because what he's that's done. That's exactly what he's doing. Yeah, and yeah. what he's doing as well was for me, I can't see how this is going to turn into something good for the Black Lives Matter movement because what you've done now, you're wasting valuable time. You've taken away from the conversation that really should be happening. Mm. You've got like, for me, yeah, like, oh my gosh, one of the downest moments of my life, yeah, is if I've actually got a racist agreeing with me. Jesus mm. might as well take my soul like right there and then. That's that's a bad position to be in. But, not, but somehow now you've got racists who don't who, who are not gonna wait to see what it is that you've got to do. It's the black people who are giving you grace that are waiting to see what's gonna come off the back of this stunt mm. you've you've pulled. But the white people who are racist are gonna be like, Yeah, you're right. White lives do because you know what it is about, do you know what it is about white lives matter as well? You're what's mad about it? Is that when people are doing the black lives matter, like the um the protests and all that stuff, the white people who are racist. They, sh- they they intentionally shout white lives matter mm. to distract from that. So it's not a thing where because someone I don't know if it was Moses or someone someone else in comments or something said how he didn't say black lives don't matter, mm. okay. But we know as someone who as people who champion the black lives matter movement, mm-hmm. we know what it means when someone comes and says yeah, all course. lives matter or yeah. white oh, lives yeah. matter yeah. or you know what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So then these races are not going to wait to see what the end goal of this genius Kanye is going mm. to, to do. For them, they're just like, see, if a black guy who's as powerful, because Kanye is known in every circle of life, yeah. if this black, this powerful black man is also saying this, yeah, we've got Alexis and we're right. He's got racists agreeing with him. I don't know how he's waking up every day. But I mean, I, I, I 100% get what you're saying, but I, I think it's um, you can't necessarily say because a racist agrees with you. Because remember... But the thing, remember again, I said that's person to me. Yeah, if yeah, I yeah. wake up one day and I racist white, uh, racist Caucasian agrees with me, mm. my life is is in. Uh, what is it that Marx always said? I'm down bad. <laughs> I am down really bad. So in my opinion, mm. he's down bad. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. Just had to make sure that was just yeah, make yeah, clear. Yeah. That's my opinion. I mean, I, I I agree with you guys, man. Like, um, there's a limit to how much you can give certain people a level of grace. I just think, um. We can't just off straight away just say just rubbish somebody's um, position because we don't like it because sometimes they have a, there's a method to the madness. That's what I'm trying to say. It's just like the time when um, certain black people were meeting with Trump mm. before. I think it was Jim Brown, Kanye West. I think even Ice Cube met with him. Ice Cube afterwards, yeah, he did. Yeah. 
like t- to me, and people were getting onto Ice Cube, and I was thinking to myself, like I love Ice Cube. I-, I think he's one of the best rappers ever, right? But I studied his music. I've looked at his his moves. Mm. No part of me thinks he's trying to sell out. Yeah. But, but I, yet we're so quick to just yeah. rubbish somebody's opinion and position because you don't like who he's meeting with. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You, you can't do that. I just think, you know what is, I'll be honest, I think, for me, I really try to see both sides of the coins all the time, of the coin all the time. And I think I can understand why if people see someone like Ice Cube, who's always been for the culture, blah, blah, mm-hmm. at the height of black people's hatred for this man, mm. mean up with this man, I can see why they will be like, why are you even entertaining that conversation? There are people who will be like, you know, let's wait to see what comes from this. Yeah. Let's wait to see the purpose of why he did this. Yeah. But I can also understand people who will just see it at first glance and be like, why are you even wanting to even entertain any foolishness with this man? I can I can understand both sides of it. But for me, that is still different to Kanye's. what Kanye did. What Ice Cube did was him meeting with Trump in, in privacy, in a private mm. area. Obviously, because he's who he is, who Trump is, it came out, that's cool. Mm. This man stood on the world stage. Yeah. Literally stood like Paris Fashion Week here yeah, mm-hmm. or the, the Fashion Week. Everybody from all walks of life. Like I've been seeing some UK excellence as well. Yeah. There's a makeup artist um, painted by Esther. She does um, the unions, not the unions. Well, Gabriel Union's husband. She does all, <laughs> <laughs> she does join, she does um, the ways like makeup and mm. she's been doing amazing work. You know, I've seen like some really, really cool people. Even mm. Kelechi, she works with um, Charlotte Tilbury. Like I've seen, it's opened doors for so many people, right? Mm. I'm just trying to ex- let you understand how much everybody from different walks of life yeah. meets at this in in Paris because yeah. this is a massive thing. Mm. And so you have the state, you have the stage, the floor, to show something, to put a message out there, whether it's for your fashion or whatever. Yeah. And what you choose to do is white lives matter t-shirts. Yeah. Are we are we deeping that? You had you were given the audience. And mm. what you decided to use the audience for was yeah. to antagonize black people or, w- with their trauma. Yeah. I would never respect that. Ever. Last thing I, I, I want to ask you, uh, and Brent as well, answer, answer this as well, yeah. Um, if this was the first thing he did, mm. so he didn't have the MAGA hat, he didn't meet with Trump, uh, what else has he done? Was something else. So it was a choice. Was yeah. Um, um, I think those are the, the, the main three, right? Yeah. So let's just say he didn't do those, those things. This mm. is the first incident, right? Would you guys see it differently? When you say see it differently, as in allow him to explain himself? Yes. Because the world is going to allow him to explain himself. He's He has a massive platform. Mm. Yeah. Whenever is he speaks, the world moves, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's just to listen or to react. Yeah. So what, what are you saying would we think differently? What, would what, black what, people receive it differently? In what Would we sense? give him the benefit of the doubt? And I say, think black people are reacting because everybody has... Um, lived under this particular BLM banner for a good two years now. Mm-hmm. We've understood what has come off the back of it. We even distinguish um, the organization from the movement. Yep. That's why we're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. He's also aware of all of that. Mm-hmm. So me, I am still going to say that what he's doing is wild. Mm-hmm. And if he had no prior before that, I'd want to see why he's done this particular thing okay. because so, there's been no evidence before that. So you wouldn't rubbish it though. You say, look, this is this is insane. No, no I would definitely rubbish it. I'd be like, what the hell? Straight off the bat. One hundred. Yeah. When you say straight off the bat, what are you saying? Do you know what? Okay, do, do you know what? Sorry, can, I, can I ask, brother? Can I add to that? Sorry. Go on. 
what makes it worse here, why I'm rubbishing him, rubbish, yeah. I'm going to rubbish him regardless of what happens, is that this has happened, what, like two days ago now? Everything mm. else that's followed up on that is him saying, I said what I said. Mm. I said, he, he con he's, con he's really leaning yeah. into what he did. So it's not as if like, I feel like if he did what he did and it was like radio silence, we didn't hear from Kanye. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, let's check is what is, do you know what I mean? It's like, okay, yeah. what's going on? Mm. But every message this man has had after that mm. is rubbishing the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. What grace is there? Whether this is your first offense or your 10th of offense. Mm, it's true. Yeah, if, yeah. yeah, first offense or 10th offense, it's still as bad as, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Right. It's still wild. Yeah. We've got so, a caller. caller. Good morning. Yeah, caller, I'm going to call you back on WhatsApp. I don't know why it is that we ain't hearing you. It's Kanye and the MAGA people. They're cult. But this is this is what Kanye wants. Man. He wants exactly. Everyone, he wants everyone to talk about him. And that's mm. what's annoying me. I, I, I can't lie to you. Like, I really, this is it. Yeah. I, if yeah. we have another conversation, I'm not, I'm not getting involved. Yeah, I'm, we, I'm taking a stance <laughs> of silence. We feed into it. Mm. Annoying. And it's time. annoying me. It's annoying. Honestly, that is one of the mm. frustrating things about these things to me. Because I can always tell when people want attention mm -hmm. and I go out of my way to make sure I don't give you that attention. Mm -hmm. So it's annoying me that I'm even having to, to to do what I know that he wants from this is what he wants. Mm. Everybody's talking about it. And he's in his bed smiling and happy mm -hmm. in because this is what he wanted. Yeah. This is what he this is what he feeds from. That's this is what feeds him. This is what keeps him going. Mm. It's making me sick. I'm not talking about Kanye anymore. Yeah. I I hear you. I, I think with me, I just like to to know the reason behind things. Like it's not just the knowing, but like the application is just as important to me. Oh, I've you know got a question for you. Huh? I got a question for you. Sure. If someone said, so you see, like with the end SARS movement, right? Yeah. Someone was like, "Don't end SARS." Would you actually? Would you give them the same grace you're giving Kanye? Like you'd wait to see why. Depends. <laughs> depends who it is. Because, so, be, be, and this is why I mentioned Kanye West and um, and if he had no priors. Because prior to this, we've seen the pro-black message throughout his music and even in interviews. So this is what mm -hmm. I'm saying. If if this person's got this, you know what I'm saying? This mm -hmm. is a he may not be an activist, but he's got some type of reputation for speaking out for black people. Mm -hmm. And he does this. To me, I'm thinking, I don't like how this looks, but what are you trying to tell me here? Let me listen. Rather than just say, look at this idiot. Who's paid him off now? You know what I'm saying? I think it's really? yeah, I think it's dangerous to do that because again. This may be a wild example, right? Mm -hmm. But if 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 the great honourable Minister Louis Farrakhan went and met with um, Donald Trump, am I going to rubbish him? Impossible. No, but I'm not talking about meeting. I'm talking about someone putting a message out there. So someone's put a message mm. that says, don't end SARS. Yeah. Or end SARS movement is dumb. Yeah. I, I only liken it to that because a lot of people um, had similar sentiments when he met with Trump. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. But um, again, I would want to know why. I would, I would think to myself, okay, is this a reverse psychology thing is this person trying to say this is how wild the mentality of most nigerians are i would want to hear them talk Got a lot of you know what I'm saying? no because sometimes we rubbish people who are great thinkers and people who can actually contribute to things do you think this is a form of great thinking i'm not talking about kanye i'm talking about your end sars person yeah you but i'm not but kanye for me got a track record of nonsense yeah, but anyone who so, you know okay let's let's add that this is his first offense yeah okay anyone who comes out and says don't end sars or end sars movement is dumb or whatever mm -hmm. For me, it's the same thing as, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter. Like, I'm, I, at the moment, in this conversation, yeah. for the benefit of the conversation, it's the same thing to me, yeah? Even if they've got prior history of just, of, of them speaking up for the Nigerian youth, speaking up for the liberation of, of, of um, you know, the people from dictatorship you know, and all these type of things. Is, as much as I, like, I know you're very pro-black. Yeah. 
if you came in this room tomorrow mm-hmm. and you said something, you dropped something outlandish like what white lives matter yeah. or don't end SARS, yeah. my respect for you straight away is going down. But regardless of whatever the point is, for me, I don't believe mm-hmm. in using in using people's trauma to antagonize them yeah. to then do a switcheroo. Use your Yoruba- <laughs> you say use your Same thing. That's crazy. If you came in tomorrow and said as much as I know you and I respect you and yeah. everything, mm-hmm. if you came in tomorrow and this is your way, like for you to do, because you know, it, it, do you know what it strikes me as? Clickbait. Yeah. I don't yeah. respect clickbait. Yeah. So you're using clickbait to then try and grab his attention to yeah. then do something wider. I would not respect that delivery. The, the thing is, right? And again, I think I have to do this because a lot of people will hear me and, and twist what I'm saying. Yeah. Remember, I'm responding to a hypothetical here and i'm not saying so i have think a this way don't get more Kanye than west this. you know what i'm saying yeah i'm trying to just see how we're thinking and why we arrive at these yeah um ideas but it's like they say like there'll be a dog outside howling complaining about sitting on a needle right mm-hmm. or, or, or on a bloody i don't know stick or something right but the dog doesn't move and they'll say why because it's not hurting the dog enough to do something and so sometimes you have to agitate people enough to actually frustrate them out of that position they're in you know what i'm saying to actually get some type of change black people have been in the same position for decades for centuries still looking to white people still looking to the system for assistance Mm. still internal fighting still the same nonsense what if somebody has a prior 10 20 30 years Mm. in 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 whatever they're doing of pro-black putting their life on the line, activism, and they've come up with a, a crazy message to get us thinking. I can't just rubbish them. But you know what it is? Do you know, do you know, you know what, what it is? There's nothing... You can come up with a, a message that gets people thinking. Yeah. But when you drop the title, yeah. follow it up very quickly yeah. with the message. M- maybe that's what needs to be done. When you, le- yeah. when you drop a stupid, very foolish title, mm-hmm. then you leave it to sit in people's hearts. Yeah. You can't be mad at people just automatically labeling this, this person as someone who doesn't isn't for black people yeah. and someone who is just a fool. Yeah. Th- Do you but, get what I mean? Yeah, I, and I because have... sorry, especially because yeah, the messages that have then followed up after that title yeah. has been messages supporting the title. So Yes, you're right. Where, so where is the message that is going to wake black people up from their slumber? No, you're 100% right. When With regards to Kanye, I'm agreeing with you, just in case that's not clear. We have to say this because, you know, yeah. You have to say this. Yeah, v- <laughs> Don't happen with the I rest of us. It, right? <laughs> but I'm just basically saying, I think also black people, we need to also not rubbish people so quickly because sometimes there is a method to the madness. Sometimes people need to have certain conversations. If this was 50, 60, 70 years ago, when Elijah Muhammad met with the leaders of the Ku Klux Klan, people would have been rubbishing him. Elijah Muhammad? Do you know what it is though? The people that are rubbishing people for just meeting on people, mm-hmm. those people, I wouldn't really count them as people who are thinking No, but that's, 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 that's because your threshold is different. But the same thing happened. No, but These and, people were all effectively cancelled, remember? And that's fair, but for, for me... meeting with Trump. Yeah, but for me, that's all social media stuff. Mm. He, Because when, when I see a, a black celebrity meet with someone who, is, you know, is not... Say for when I saw him meet with Trump. Yes. First thing I thought was, he's going to sit down with this man to understand more about this man and maybe let him understand why it is that black people feel the way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For me, it's a beneficial meeting, right? Mm. So people that rubbish him, that is all social media stuff that I don't subscribe to. That is the whole social media cancellation and that I, I wouldn't really... I'm not really going to view the majority of black people based off the minorities on social media that do the whole cancellation what's, what's movement. What's minorities? That's okay, right. that's fair. Yeah, but yeah. that's fair. Maybe it's, even if it's the whole timeline, Yeah. social media is a bubble. 
the outside <laughs> world is not like what social media is. Do you get me? So for me, I'm not going to level, make that the thing. Yeah. What again, mm -hmm. again, similar to with this follow-up of White Lives Matter t-shirt, mm. the message that have come after that has supported White Lives Matter and, and trashed Black Lives Matter yeah. is that he met up with Trump. Yeah. What did we see after that? Mm. MAGA hat. Yeah. So it's like this man does outlandish things. Everyone says, oh, he's a genius. Let's wait. There's a method to this madness. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, when we then see the method, it's just plus, it's just more. No, no, no. It's more madness. Yeah, yeah. It's more madness supporting the first madness. Do you yeah. get what I mean? So I understand why people are like, you're an idiot. Same. I, I, fully I get understand it. it. Because I, I think I think even on this occasion, most people are saying he's an idiot. I don't think this is really anyone defending him to be fair. And when I think about it, sorry, wh why do we expect something different from this time? That's when the I'm other times he's done stuff, yeah. there's been there's been no method to the madness. This is what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying, would we think the same if this was the first time? You know no. what I'm saying? I would, still, I would think the same. And that's what I'm yeah. saying. So it's like, But I would, but know? again, I would think the same because it's still stupid. Even if you're trying to yeah. bring up, bring about a good message, mm. my thing is, you can do, con um, you can be controversial but make sure the message of what you're trying to deliver quickly mm. follows it. But if this is the first offense, sorry, babes, if this yeah. is the first offense yeah. and then tweets and everything else has been doubling down on what he's done, where's the message behind it? Mm. And you're forgetting, he got backlash for his first offense. So even if this was his first offense, like he got backlash for his first offense, yeah. which was what? I'm not, I'm not sure which one came first. I think it was a save was a choice thing. Oh, yeah. That was backlash. Yeah. Yeah. He did yeah. say it was a choice. Yeah. He apologized. Then he went on and, went and wore yeah. MAGA hat. Yeah, I don't think he was given <laughs> grace because this was the first time he said anything outlandish. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so either way, you're getting cooked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it matters. Mm. And I think we need to stop, honestly. We need to stop trying to... Uh, stop trying to to do good message by first putting out bad messages. It's having the opposite effect because the thing is, yeah, the reality is not everyone stays tuned to figure out what the good message is, what the purpose and the point of what you're doing is. Similar to that, the racists who've just seen White Lives Matter and be like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. If he comes out and says he apologizes, a lot of them are not going to hear it. This yeah. is why I have a problem as well, just to liken it to like, when people accuse people of certain crimes. Mm. Nobody, not not many people, mm. literally a fraction of people stay tuned to find out that, okay, what was said here was a lie. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. So with, similar, with this situation, black people in general, whether celebrities, whether people mm. got platforms or whatever, yeah. don't, you don't say outlandish things mm -hmm. and then say, well, there's a method to it and you guys should, you guys are quick to jump and then start cussing me and be like, you guys don't even know. Just wait on it. There's nothing mm -hmm. to wait on. If you've got a message to put out there, put the message out. The message will do what it's going to do but because I'm, people are going to tune out because I'll be honest with you, if I wasn't on this show, I'm mm -hmm. not waiting to find out what um, Kanye West is, what the message is behind this. Yeah, if yeah. there is a message, mm -hmm. I will see it on the gram and I'm scrolling. I'm yeah. not even going to read it. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? But because I'm on this show, this is how I'm going to then know whether there is a message yeah. or not. And yeah. if there's not a message, I'm going to come back and let you guys know mm. the man was really a fool. But do you get what I mean? So not everyone, so we need to stop using that marketing. We talk about the the whitest, um, white, what they're called, like the newspapers and the yeah. um, broadcasters or whatever and mm. TVs where they would talk about storms they put Raheem Sterling on. We've talked about this stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. How they're using for clickbait. So mm. if it's not good enough for them, it's not good for black people either. Mm. Good point. Um, Ara Jamal just said Kanye needs to explain fully what he means when he's attacking his ex-wife's family. He gives a full explanation mm. and not just a random statement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hell explanation. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Did he explain himself after the whole um, um, slavery was a choice thing? Um, See, I didn't stay tuned to find I out. I think he did. You know, okay. but I think it was in the was it in the back and forth with Van. 
getting late. Though, Maybe, man. I'm not sure. The issue is the way yeah. people consume information, yeah? Once you say something to someone, that's it. That's what, that's what sticks with them. That's, sticks, that's what sticks with them. That's what's embedded yeah. in, in their psyche. Yeah. And they may not even be privy to your um, rebuttal, your explanation. Once they believe what you've said is what you've yeah. said, that's it. So yeah. it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. Dangerous. But I think it's also, again, just to reiterate, I agree with you, what you guys are saying because Kanye has done this t- time and time again. Yeah. I yeah. just think it's dangerous for us to rubbish somebody like from the first um, instant. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, we can lose a lot from, from just not being intelligent enough. But sometimes, but sometimes you can see through the bullshit though. Oh, 100%. Sometimes you can. But th- this is why I was basically saying, especially what if that person's got a track record of being, like if Dr. Umar met with Trump are we gonna say the guy switched sides now? No, but it's, it's the reason for the meeting, though. Like you, but that's what I'm like, saying. Like, like, people like, don't give the the chance. People just rubbish it. Like when you mentioned uh, Dr. Elijah Muhammad meeting with the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. No one's thinking he's going there for to, to get a white hat, to, get his to, uniform, to, 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 to join forces. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's going there to have a dialogue. Yeah. See if we can mm-hmm. come to some type of resolution. This is it. Because of who Dr. Elijah Muhammad is. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. given that grace. Mm-hmm. Kanye West hasn't got a track record, mm-hmm. even prior to this stuff. He's a, he's a musician. So we're not even looking at him like that anyway. Mm. So his track record is in the mud. But to be fair, remember, College Dropout, all them albums, he, there was the positive black themes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Positive, I mean? positive, black, positive black themes. And obviously, when he came out and said, um, George Bush don't care about black people, we yeah. put him on the pedestal. Like, okay, cool. He's That's one of true. our leaders and yeah. the, the fight, whatever, whatever. But even then, I don't put stock behind musicians when yeah. it comes to politics Facts. anyway. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, yeah. Even like hearing that, like, you know, with his, I don't, re- I don't really listen to Kanye like that. If it's not in the charts mm. or one that's got any of my favorites, I don't. I've never really listened to a Kanye album in my life. Oh, is it? Mm. Actually, no, I have Life of Pablo. I really like that album. That's oh, the only it? Kanye. The first three. Listen, listen to the yeah, first three. The first three. I don't know if I want to. I'm gonna have to let this um, annoyance <laughs> towards the man settle down. But the mm. thing is, like with him, yeah. Knowing that he's done all that music about black and speaking about black struggles, you guys are saying that he's done mm. all that stuff. Yeah. For me now, I have to wonder whether that was all pretentious to get black people's support. Because uh, I cannot believe that anybody in their right mind will be for black people so much mm-hmm. and then publicly do these things against black people time mm-hmm. and time and time again. again yeah. I'll be honest with you, because if slavery was a choice thing, I gave him grace for that. Mm-hmm. I'll, be actually, I'll be very honest with you. I said, you know what? Let's hear him out. Mm. Let me not paint this as a black and white. Let, what is his thought process? Mm. Let me understand. Because in my mind, I thought, okay, maybe he means the people who, you know, I guess snitched on the other slaves. Who to, I thought there's different ways to think about this yeah. one. But time and time and time and time again, yeah. you, you're you meant to know, like you're literally the other day fighting your ex-wife for not allowing your children to go to a black owned school. Yeah, yeah. But then today you're saying white lives matter and you're doing all of that and you're saying less weight on it. Mm. You people are anyway. Anyway, let's let's proceed. I guess the unanimous is joke. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest joke. Alright. So All right. let's get into our next headlines. So next headline, trigger warning. And this is a bit of a wild story here. Um, but a British man who strangled his wife and buried her body in a suitcase within a shallow grave after she was discovered, after, pardon me, she discovered that he was cheating with their teenage babysitter has walked free eight years into his 67-year prison sentence. 
Hold on, he killed seven. He killed his his wife wife because yeah. she found out he, he was cheating with the baby. Yes. And he was sentenced to sixty seven years. Yeah. This guy is now free after eight years. Eight years. Why? I'm gonna get into it. Uh, By the way, he's white. You don't have to tell us. And she is. This is one of Kanye's people. She is white. Black. Lives matter. Okay, okay, Brent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Apparently, it does. What? It, you know what? Let me not even say. Let me not even say. There's nothing to say, babes. This is. If this don't show white lives matter, I don't know what it is. He I don't know what it does. To say, this is what Kanye West is trying. <laughs> <laughs> he's showing you, show you guys. guys. He not. said white he lives matter. Yeah. He said <laughs> black lives matter is a scam. White lives matter is also a scam. It, it's not because his Caucasian wife is the one trying to fight for black people's freedom while he's over here designing stupid t-shirts. So um, yeah. Oh man. All right. So and um, Alexander Clack, um, age forty, battered Nixian Downs Clack and strangled her when she threatened to leave him after he had an affair with the couple's 17-year-old babysitter. The former prison officer from London killed his wife on their fourth wedding anniversary in June of 2014. He buried her body in a small suitcase, which was found in a shallow grave on the outskirts of St. George, St. George's, which is the capital of Grenada. This wasn't even here, right? And uh, he did that five days later. Clack was then sentenced to 67 years and six months in prison, in February of 2016, but he has now walked free after his lawyer argued that the loss of a court computer with a transcript of his murder trial had made it impossible to appeal the sentence. Let me say it one more time. Well, he did that shit. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but because it's impossible for him to appeal the sentence, yeah. That technicality. But being able to appeal is a luxury. Consider you did that. Yeah, but I get the transcript of the entire murder trial is gone. So that, that technicality there is basically saying, well, okay, fine, guys. Let's free this guy. Anyway, so um, Nixian's aunt, who's 45, told her son, she, this is what she said, I'm horrified. How could they release someone with such a flimsy technicality when he's guilty of such evil and clearly a danger to women? Now he's got away with murder and he's heading this way. A former friend of um, the victim also said this decision defies belief. Even before the murder, he had been involved in domestic violence involving calls to the police. So this man's got a history of this stuff as well. How old is so is he forty at the moment? I believe so, yeah. So when did this happen? Sorry, 2014. Yeah. That's eight years ago. Yeah. So he was in thirty two yeah. and the girl was seventeen at the time. Yeah, the, the babysitter, yeah. Oh so quite a long story show he's a pedophile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, a, yeah. yeah she's oh, below okay. age, yeah. Yeah. And and the thing is all the wife wanted to do was leave. But she would have yeah. exposed him as a paedophile, and I guess he couldn't have that. Because you know, like the killer, though, man. Nothing. He definitely didn't have to kill her for anything. But for him, this is how he was thinking. So he'd rather be labelled the murderer than the paedophile. Yes. I guess yeah. he thought he'd get away with it because it, it was in Grenada. Mm. You know what I mean? Buried her, then fly back, and oh, so he went on holiday to Belly. It was, it was their anniversary. It was their fourth year anniversary. That's bad. Yeah. Anyway. Um, next story is uh, ex-Google advert boss releases an ad-free search engine. So an advert and tracker-free search engine launches in the UK on Thursday, today. Um, it also launches in France and Germany as well. Neva has 600,000 users in the US <clears throat> where it was launched last year. The creator, I hope I don't... But, um, Hold on, sorry, isn't Google ad-free right now? No, it... It can kind of um, it tracks onto your stuff, innit? Oh, you mean in that ad respect? And oh, okay, okay. I yeah. thought you meant as in black ads like popping ads up popping on your up, screen. Okay, or yeah. Oh no, no, no. Oh. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so the creator is by, by the name of uh, Shridhar Ramaswamy, who worked at Google for 16 years and he runs the, he ran the it's, its ad uh, business, told BBC News that, um, that the technology sector had become exploitative um, of people's data and something that he didn't want to be a part of anymore. Right? Um, trackers share information about online activity, you know, largely to, to target adverts. Neva, which is his um, search engine, has raised sixty-eight million pounds from investors, and basically what it does is it offers free-to-use search with other features such as a password manager access and um, virtual private network VPN service um, as well. So all of that's basically you know bundled all together. Users are basically just asked to create an account, um, and they can build the subscriptions later. You know what I'm saying? But basically at the moment, it's likely to be about five pounds a month. And this is what he said. He said, we felt that the traditional search engines had become about adverti- advertising and ad- and advertisers. So uh, you have to pay to use the search engines? <laughs> yeah. But it comes with other things, though. So it, it, I'm not sure if there's a free version, but <laughs> like if you add the VPN part as well, that's, that's all right, though. For, get the VPN when you said it comes with other things, I think, yeah, it's going to be $4.99 back. Sorry, what's the website? What's the URL? Uh... You just made these just type in Neva. N double E V A. Oh, Neva. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Even yeah. ask Jeeves. <laughs> um, yeah, and he basically said that Google has a dominant position in the marketplace and the incentive for them to truly innovate, to truly create disruptive experiences is just not there. And then also as a company, they feel obligated to show more and more revenue and profit to its shareholders. So they just keep increasing the number of ads. So basically that's that's the problem we had with it. You know what I'm saying? So he's, he's branched off and he's done something for himself and hopefully that benefits the people. You know Is he I mean? black? Uh, Asian, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, that's the end of the headlines. All right, well, let's get into the, the sports segment. Got, have you got a name yet? Could you see I, I avoid calling the reaction because I'm not sure if it's going to stick or not? I think it's a reaction for now. Yeah. Or forever, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those unaware, we've just tuned in and missed for Monday. This is a new segment where we give you the hottest takes on events in the sporting world. Everything that you guys are basically interested in, like sports, pardon me, football, NBA, boxing, every type of sport that, you know, makes sense. Tennis, everything. And this segment is basically also for you guys. So you guys can call in, send in voice notes with your instant reactions. Just make sure the voice notes are no longer than 30 seconds long. And yeah, the first thing to talk about is Man City. They win again. So they banged over um, Copenhagen yesterday. Um, Haaland again on the, on the score sheet. Scored twice. And they won 5-0. Yeah. yeah. I was out, so I wasn't even privy to this. Yeah. 5-0? 5-0. I the Haaland's Yeah. The Norwegian netted with his first touch of the game, you know, and doubled the lead inside the first half for his 19th goal in just 12 appearances for the this club. This man is an animal. <laughs> yeah. An own goal by um, David Kochlolava and Riyad Mahrez um, had a penalty. Um, yes. Basically added to the yeah, yeah. to the toll. And basically, yeah. Um, Julian Alvarez also scored as well and made it five Yeah, late on. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man. <laughs> it was just a one one sided beating. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. Chelsea as well, they beat AC Milan 3 0. 
Okay, I'm watch that again when I get home. Yeah, so Chelsea kickstarted their their stuttering Champions League campaign in a very impressive uh, fashion. The Blues went into the game bottom of what looked to be like a you know a tame Group E after a defeat at Dynamo Zagreb, and um, also a draw at home to um, Salzburg. Um, but yeah, in this game they won three 0 so now they're just a point off the the table topping team, okay. which is Salzburg. Who yeah. um who's going for Chelsea? What did they say. Uh, nah. <laughs> Esther, who scored for Chelsea? I'll find out later. Esther supports Arsenal. You know, so imagine because I was gonna make up a name, but I couldn't even. <laughs> I couldn't even try. Never mind. Yeah. You said read your name. I think it was Aubameyang. Aubameyang, okay. And Reese James. Okay, okay. Yeah, I believe so. But yeah, last thing to talk about, and this is probably the the biggest thing, Eubank and Ben. Mm. This is, this is, so hold on, what's, what's the status now? All right, so basically right now, it's back and forth, you know. <laughs> because the, but, yeah. the last statement you put in the group yeah. that, that said that the done. fight was going through, yeah, that was still happening. Ben quote tweeted it with like a cover face image. Mm. So I'm not sure what he was trying to imply. Okay. Was he saying that this ain't true or this is a this is a fucking mess? Like you know I mean, no. I think the last thing I put in there was um, them saying it's done. You know. That's why you put in something saying that it was happening. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. And then I think after that I put something again. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see. I didn't see the, the further. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, um, the British boxing board said yeah. that the fight's done. Yeah, fight's yeah, yeah. done. But still, yeah, he's still saying. Anyway, let me just uh, yeah. read the thing. So basically, Conor Ben is adamant his fight with Chris Eubank Jr. will go ahead on Saturday, despite being prohibited by the British Boxing Board of Control after he failed a drug test. The promoters, Matchroom Boxing and Wasserman Boxing, released a joint statement on Wednesday, yesterday, uh, saying Saturday's fight at the O2 in London would go ahead despite Ben returning an adverse analytical finding for traces of a fertility drug. But a statement from the British Boxing Board of Control said, on the evening of the 4th of October, 2022, the board of British Boxing Board of Control. So many Bs, man. I was going to say. Hold on, hold on. He, he took a fertility drug. <laughs> Apparently. As in what, Viagra? Maybe, maybe. Who knows? But that's happened before. Like, a lot of these guys who are kind of like specialists, yeah. right, they say that there's certain things that these guys use to kind of cover up actual doping. Oh, so they dope and then take these pills on top of it. Something to... like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. But some have, have kind of said no. We actually take these pills, but sometimes these pills are laced with some type of yeah. additional component. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah, but yeah, they they come out with a statement and basically said um, uh, they resolved the contest between resolved that the contest between Eubank Jr. and Ben scheduled to take place on the eighth of October is prohibited as it is not in the interests of boxing. They also said that was communicated to the boxers and promoters involved on the morning of the 5th of October, so yesterday morning. Right now, it remains unclear whether the fight will take place on Saturday, but fight week media commitments began on Wednesday anyway. So despite all of that, they still um, did their whole live workout, all that yeah. type of stuff there to, to you know build the fight. Ben said, I've not committed any violations. I've not been suspended. So far as I'm concerned, the fight is still going ahead. So yeah, I, I feel like this is going to keep going back and forth. So I'm going to need to keep... Looking at updates, yeah, okay, okay, but um, yeah, man, they only got two days left. That's what I'm thinking. I think it's been happening on Saturday, so they need, to, it, they need to finalize this ASAP. Yeah, I was listening to um, Paulie Malinaji, 
on there's there's a podcast called is it Pro Box I believe something like that. Um, he's on it with Roy Jones Jr. as well, and they were talking about it and basically just saying, look, it's ridiculous that we're even discussing the possibility of this fight mm. after this guy has found positive of PEDs. Mm. This is how people die. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, and remember yesterday I was talking about Eubank being concerned about his son yeah. coming down in weight. Now on top of that, you've got this other guy who's basically, if yeah. everything's correct, they haven't tested the B sample yet. Yeah. Um, it's cheating. Yeah. You can kill this guy. Mm. And yet people are still talking about, yeah, it should still happen. And he's just saying, like, this is crazy. Only in the sport of boxing can this take place. If this was any other sport, which is not even combat sports, you know, mm. they would have said, nah, done. But, yeah, I don't know, man. They don't care about people, man. About boxers' lives. Yeah. No one's life matters now. <laughs> <laughs> not the black, not the white, not the boxers. Yeah, Nobody. Man. Yeah, that's, that's the end of the, yes. the headlines, guys. All right, lovely. Well, let's get into the outro. A good show. Hopefully, certain conversations for a while. Mm -hmm. um, if you know, you know. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate our live crew all the time, every single time. Make sure you like this video while you're in here. The video will stay up, so like the video, and you can also share it. Drop in your group chats. Do all that great stuff. Um, follow us on social media. The day after TNB on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok as well. Um, if you'd like to send voice notes or text in for asking for a friend, this is what would you do? It's also the number to call when we're on air. It's 075-6484-1073. We also told you guys about this cool app that we have, this cool community that we have that's basically our own social media network. And, well, not social media network, but it's basically like our own social media platform. But yeah, you can join that as well. Join the community, you know, so you can make suggestions for the show and all that kind of great stuff. And you do that by searching community.thenewblack.com. If you'd like to inquire about the show or feature on the show, email the team the day after at thenewblack.com. Don't be Kanye West. Don't use black people's trauma to get attention. And we'll be here tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone. Take care. Take care.